We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its not to travel abroad. It struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you an now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. How do you feel about Tucker Carlson getting fired from Fox News? He's too intellectual, bro. He's almost like too much of a thinker. I would say this is an attack on Trump. This is an attack on free speech. This is an attack on democracy. And this is an attack mainly and mostly on the people of America. He was exposing a lot about Ukraine. Tucker going to tell you how it is. If Tucker was watching this right now, what would you tell him? You like the reporter version of Donald Trump, man. We need to make news great again. The shock of your life. Michael Jackson was on Face the Nation. Now, to be clear, this wasn't video of Michael Jackson performing his hit songs in the 1990s. This appeared to be a living version of the international pop star that news reports claim died of a drug OD more than a dozen years ago. And yet, despite those claims, there he was, fully, undeniably Michael Jackson, talking on television. How can that be? Honestly, we have no idea. We're not theologians here. This is merely a news program. We can only show you what we saw. Here it is. There's nothing more important for us to do than protect our Constitution and our democracy. What the Republicans are doing across the country is really a, a legislative continu continuation of what they did on January 6th. He's had a lot of work done since we saw him last. 
Tucker Carlson is a national treasure. Well, it looks like Fox News just shot itself square in the fucking foot and put its own cow out to pasture, as it were. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your never-to-sell-out host, James Madison, unless you have a bunch of fucking zeros. Let me know. Anyway, welcome back to the show, of course. Tucker Carlson leaves Fox News in the wake of Dominion defamation settlement. Right-wing primetime host Tucker Carlson (laughs) is leaving Fox News immediately. The cable network announced Monday. Yeah, they gave him a 10-minute notice before uh, they went public with it. But he had no idea at the time that he was recording his last episode. Now, there's a lot of different information being thrown on these outlets here and there. And I'll throw in some clips at the beginning and at the end of this episode uh, with other people throwing in their two cents here, credits to their channels, everything in the description below, of course. So I got three articles I want to get into, one from The Hill for the center article, one from TimCast, and I, for a little flavor, I know they get a lot of shit kind of funky and wrong sometimes, but I want to go to the Gateway Pundit for this one because, you know... It's fun, all right? They're they're the Alex Jones of news publications. They get a lot right, and the shit they get wrong is just worth laughing at. So let's get into it right over here. Tucker Carlson's Fox News and Tucker Carlson Fox News mutually agreed to part ways. Now, not to nitpick. Shouldn't it be Tucker Carlson and Fox News? Now, if there was a, uh, an and somewhere after that comma, that comma would have been justified. I know for someone who is constantly getting words wrong because I'm dyslexic as fuck, but, you know. Anyway, moving on. This article is by Julian Mueller, published the 24th of April, 2023. Tucker Carlson's exit from Fox News was mutually agreed upon. The network's Harris Faulkner said... In an on-air announcement Monday, shortly after the news broke. Now, mind you, this isn't an, an executive. And think about it from the pardon me, real quick. <clears throat> the the viewpoint of an executive. You just killed your golden cow. You just killed your prime dare. I mean, metaphorically, right? For the restrict act policies. Blah blah blah. Anyway, their main breadwinner. They just kicked out the farm. I don't know why I'm using so many farm analogies. Probably because I was listening to uh, Animal Farm earlier. But moving along. I wonder if Sean Hannity's happy. Because, you know, when, when Bill O'Reilly was there and they kicked Bill O'Reilly off for being the creep he was, Sean Hannity was p- pretty much sitting there like, oh, it's my turn. Ooh, it's my turn. I'm going to become the big face of fucking Fox News. And then, me and my bow tie are here to cuck you. Fuck you. You FBI, CIA asset. Whoa. And Tucker Carlson just took over and became the face of Fox News. And pretty much the only reason anyone was watching Fox News other than Gutfield. Now, they still have Gutfield. Gutfield will always draw in views. I prefer him on Red Eye. Not the, I, I, I enjoy the show Gutfield. I'll watch clips of it. But honestly, with, with uh, Gutfield's bad takes on the whole George Floyd thing, not a fan of it. If you want, I'll leave a couple examples in the description below. Whack, and he changed his opinion last last second on that one before the verdict came out. Just not 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 a big fan fan of him. And after that, but that's beside the point. With Tucker going away, that's going to use a, a lot of content, like a lot of those Tucker Carlson specials on Fox Nation, so on and so forth. Those are all likely going to go away too. 
And Tucker, he has a future to wherever he goes. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Any network will have him. I guarantee you right now. I haven't looked into it, but I, I, I'm sure it's already happened. I just gotta read the stories about it. <clears throat> I burned my throat earlier drink some coffee. Now, I'm sure the Daily Wire, the Blaze, uh, God, what other ones? It, tons of, of uh, other networks have reached out and said, Hey, buddy, you want some money? We'll pay you to come on our channel. Come come do whatever. And Tucker Carlson can go whatever he wants. The paths are fucking endless, unlike Don Lemon, who we will be fucking dunking on later. But seriously, I don't know what Fox News thinks it's going to do. This was apparently, from everything I've read, I don't know if these articles are going to go into it, so, you know, sources are fucking, I said so. No, <laughs> kidding. Always fact check me. Don't believe what I say. Fact check what I say. No. Tucker did the January 6th footage, and he aired that and called out the lies on it. And that is allegedly what got the ball rolling to get him fired. And there's also, just yesterday, well, I guess, uh, it would be Monday. Yeah, it would be Monday. Like, the morning before he was fired, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez was calling for him to be indicted on federal charges and, and crazy shit. And we'll get an episode in on that, too. Not, not, don't worry about it. Ain't nothing coming over that shit. Trust me, son. But it was an interesting lineup of events. And now I said before, I don't watch Fox News, but I, I do watch Tucker. And I'm going to continue that. And now I don't even have to worry about giving Fox News the fucking views. I download everything they, they post, even Tucker, unfortunately. But now that that's gone, they're going to just fuck off. CNN's collapsing in real time before our eyes. And now Fox News isn't going to wither with them. Two of the mainstream mouthpieces are flailing with no direction right now. There are two ships caught in a fucking hurricane with no mass and a broken steering wheel. I love it. It's like someone trying to s s fucking sail one half of the Titanic and another one trying to sail the other half of the Titanic and hoping they get to the fucking distance, you know? Ah. <sighs> Magnifique. Thank you, Fox News, for kindly removing yourself from the public mainstream consciousness because we'll, we'll get into these stats every year through this article tucker carlson was the most watched political show in america i don't know if it still was as of the time of tucker leaving but for about a year and a half the most watched talk show and political show in america and then uh gutfield was actually the most watched talk show like nighttime talk show quote we have some news from within our fox family Oh, the Fox family. The Murdoch family. Falconer said on air Monday, quote, Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. She said, Falconer's announcement echoed Fox's earlier statement that the host and the network agreed to part ways, but specified that the move was mutual. Well, isn't that kind of what it means if... You've agree if both sides have agreed to go both ways, that already says it was mutual. Kind of just filling in pages here, but it's okay. I fill in a lot of airtime anyway. Quote, We thank him for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor to the network. She said in a statement, Carlson's last show was Friday. <laughs> was Friday. The network said, and... <clears throat> an intern shown uh what interim show will air starting monday evening helmed by rotating fox news personalities until a new host is named 
who do they got? What are they going to do? And you know, Sean Hannity is going to be like, I want the spotlight. I want the spotlight. But Sean Hannity doesn't get the fucking ratings. I mean, only, only recently quit wearing the CIA pin. Are there any comments here? Damn, I would love there to be comments. So let's hop over here to this article from Timcast. Breaking Tucker Carlson out at Fox News effective immediately. The outlet and Carlson have agreed to part ways. By Christopher Bertman. This is bad, dude. Like, not for me, not for anyone else. Like, just for Fox. Fox just effectively removed itself from the conversation with this. Because outside of that, there's no one to really watch. Like, uh, I mean, there's some Fox Nation shows. Uh, maybe some people don't have Fox Nation. I I, uh, I, I leech other people's streaming services. But, you know, she has an interesting show on Fox Nation uh, where Jean Piero, she, I guess she was a judge at one point. Anyway. She travels across America and visits America's castles and, like, goes on tours of them, like, abandoned ones and ones that are actually, like, lived in still. It's a really cool show. I, I'm into that kind of dorky shit. I like castles. I like that kind of, like, medieval shit, you know. Good stuff, good stuff. We have a link to a really good YouTube channel. I can't think of his name right now, but he's always on the Neurotic Podcast. Moving on. Fox News host Tucker Carlson has parted ways with the media outlet according to a Monday statement. Fox News personality's departure is effective immediately. Carlson's final broadcast with Fox News was was Friday, April 21st. Fox News Tonight will premiere in place of Carlson's time slot tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. The new show will feature a rotating host of Fox News personalities until a permanent host is named. Quote, we thank him for our service to the network. We already read that part. Got here. Moving on. Carlson's departure follows Fox's Fox News' $787 million settlement with Dominion voting systems who claimed the media outlet oh, spread incendiary claims about their voting machines and role in the 2020 presidential election. Tucker Carlson tonight premiered in November 2016 and assumed the 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time slot following Megyn Kelly's departure from Fox News in 2017. She went to CNN, too, right as it was all like starting to collapse around them. In 2000, Carlson co-hosted The Spin Room on CNN and was later appointed to co-host Crossfire after a short stint with public broadcasting service, PBS, Carlson joined MSNBC between 2005 and 2008. The former Fox News host subsequently joined the outlet as a contributor in 2009 and served until his Monday departure. This is going to have the same effect on Fox News that kicking James O'Keefe out of Project Veritas had and is having on Project Veritas. It's not going to be great for him. This is a developing story that will be updated as more information becomes available. Yeah. We have some information on Now let's hop over to that fucking fun article, shall we? And I'm going to say it. I think on this topic, they are like 99.9% on fucking target. And I know gateway punting gets a lot of shit, and they deserve to get a lot of the shit they get. But when they're right, I think they deserve some credit. And this is fully an opinion part right here. I think they're correct on this story. And they cite what they're, they, they, they cite their sources too. So it's like, let's, you know, let's go with it. Rupert Murdoch was reportedly behind the decision to oust Tucker Carlson from Fox News. Cullen Leinbarger, April 4th, uh, April 24th, 2023. 
And it was updated at 5.05. Gateway Pundit broke the earth-shattering news on Monday morning that Tucker Carlson and Fox News were parting ways. Tucker Carlson tonight was Fox News' top-rated program. Despite this, he is not... He is not doing a farewell show. His ratings were in the top 10 just last Thursday, despite competition from uh, from the NBA and NHL playoffs. And this tweet right here is from uh, Raven Bord- Boudrin. Uh, he was the top 10 in ratings last Thursday, NBA playoffs... NBA, 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 right here, Tucker Carlson tonight. Yeah. Outperforming consistently right here. It's pretty consistent, actually. Down here, not so much, but moving on. Fox News. Uh, Fox News stock has dropped following Tucker's departure. Fox News stock is dropping after losing Tucker Carlson. Absolutely. Look at that. Let's see what it is right now, actually. Yeah, no, it absolutely tanked right here. Now, this is from one day ago. But, so right here, right, this is right before the news announced that Tucker Carlson got, you know, was released from uh, Fox News. Bam! Sinks right down. That is in the course of, let's see, right here, it's topped off that day at its height. So, the day of its highest gross was. Uh, 33.77, and that was at 10.35 a.m., right? Here we are at 11.50 a.m. at 33.86 a share. And it's right here in real time, but it just tanked a little bit more in front of us. Now, they're predicting a, 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 a growth right here. We'll see. But as far as all of the ratings, it, it fucking crashed by 99 points. Point nine nine points. Now, hopping over here. An exclusive report from the far-left LA Times suggests why Fox News decided to part ways with Tucker, according to the LA Times. Rupert Murdoch made the call to fire Tucker Carlson. A Fox News representative had no other detail on Carlson's exit. People familiar with the situation were not authorized to comment publicly. Uh, okay. Part ways. Fox News representative in the situation publicly said, uh, not authorized to comment publicly said, the decision to fire Carlson came straight after Fox Corp chairman Rupert Murdoch. Uh, Carlson's exit is related to the discrimination lawsuit filed by Abby Grossberg. The producer fired by the network last month. The People Said Carlson senior executive producer Justin Wells has also been terminated, according to people familiar with the matter. A Fox News represent- representative would not comment. Murdoch is also said to be concerned over Carlson's coverage of the January 6, 2021. Right there. Ins- insurrection. What insurrection? There was no insurrection. Right here in brackets, was not an insurrection. 
Thank you, Gateway Pundit. You were absolutely correct. Look it up. The FBI under Joe Biden on four separate occasions has confirmed that there was no insurrection, that there was next to no planned entrance of the building, and the people who they did link to being pre-planned to go in the building all had their names stripped in a similar fashion to Ray Epps. Go fucking figure. Weird how that seems to work. Moving on. At the U.S. Capitol, in which... The host has promoted the conspiracy theory, not a conspiracy theory, that it was provoked by government agents. They were at the Capitol. And they absolutely were. So Tucker was fired over a BS discrimination lawsuit and because he dared tell the truth about January 6th. Murdoch was too cowardly to stand up for the network's biggest star and and offered him up as a sacrifice to to the drive-by media jackals. If... There was not a reason to boycott Fox News before. There is now. Oh, actually, there was, and I reported on it, and I called for a boycott of it, but no one gave a fuck. I shall leave. I shall leave a link in, in the description below. Sean Hannity in Texas with Greg Abbott on the stage and Donald Trump there, basically groveled hands and knees before Donald Trump begging him to pardon Hunter Biden and to not investigate him saying if you want to win you need to pardon him sir I can't you you can't investigate Hunter Biden you need to let it go while we're in a little CIA asset fucking pin the whole goddamn time and I said quit watching Quit watching. Anything you do watch, like if you watch Tucker Carlson on YouTube like I do, downvote him. That's what I did every fucking video. Downvote. But yeah, damn, fucking sucks. Now everyone's calling to boycott Fox News, and I hope it fucking works. The right is clearly already in the mood to boycott companies, because we'll be talking about Bud Light here later on today, too, because my god, that shit's imploding, too. And the results, even before the quarterly reports are out, are showing big Fucking L's, dude. It's dripping up in here like a fresh gash wound. Now, let's wrap this up, shall we? Now, the big question. The big question is what will happen with the January 6th footage. Recall, Speaker Kevin McCarthy gave the footage directly to Tucker Carlson, not Fox News. Count on this being a major fight going forward. Absolutely. Like I said... I don't usually use the Gateway Pundit for a goddamn thing, but when they're right, they're fucking right. Now let's look at some of the comments, shall we? And since none of the other ones have comment sections, we will do six here. By I hate lib libidiots. I like that one, libidiots. It rolls out the tongue pretty good, and it sounds like uh, lobotomites to me from uh, Fallout New Vegas, which is some of my favorite fucking games of all time. One of my favorites. I just deleted Fox News from my favorites on my TV remote. Based Patriot. Been boycotting all of Fox since the election night of 2020. Miss Tucker and Guffield, but I just couldn't support the network. Based. Based as fuck, dog. And this is from uh, Phone Card Mike. I have two. Hopefully millions and millions join us. Fox News has been compromised by D... <laughs> by DS Led by Paul Ryan. Yeah, that's fucking true, too. Chicago Fred. Hey, Chicago Fred. That's a familiar name for some stupid reason. I don't know why I recognize it. Murdoch doesn't need advertising revenue. He's got the government paying him to shut up about Hunter Biden. And the same way he got paid to shill the vax. True. True. John Cornine is a traitor. Mm. 
Love to read it. I had a feeling this was part of a Dominion deal. They had a financial settlement along with an argument to let Tucker go. I also heard the judge, Janine Pirro, and Marina Bart- Bartiramo are being or have been let go as well. They let go of Dan Bongino, too. That's why I don't believe the narrative behind this one, and we will be talking about that, too. Dan Bongino was already on the way out. Dan Bongino being fired doesn't surprise me, but the timing is so fucking interesting. And the same day Don Lemon's fired, too? Again, we'll be talking about all of these today. The Saint. Oh, okay. We definitely the, the Saint covers on uh, also comments on a lot of uh, the post millennial articles too. I recognize that one for sure. Trump needs to start his own network and bring a Tucker, Piero, Bataramo, and a few others who have been canned for telling the truth. It would be a powerhouse of a network. Buy BuzzFeed News, rebrand it. Offer these contracts out. It's great timing that BuzzFeed News is just up for grabs right now. Just floating around. Andrew Tate's joking about buying it. And he seems to be getting a little bit more serious about it. But seriously, I I feel... I might be entirely wrong about this. But I feel like something with the BuzzFeed News outlet being for sale. Something's going to happen. And now other stocks for BuzzFeed. Like like other BuzzFeed uh, businesses are starting to tank as well out of nowhere. So I'm really fucking curious. Also, could it be that we're gearing up for like a third world war? So the government's pulling out all of its media from all the news outlets it's funded and all the other outlets it's fucking funded. So now they're missing a huge chunk of income that they were required. So now they're all kind of flailing, starting to collapse. And I mean, that's a little bit of a conspiracy theory here, absolutely. But I mean, look at what happened to Twitter. I mean, they were funding so much of Twitter. They had full access to Twitter. I bet all the social media platforms. I bet feds have access to all your social media, your Facebook, your Snapchat, your Instagram. They all, they all have access to it. They even have access to China. And you and America can get into your TikTok. Like, get, get, come on. So I, I, I'd be willing to bet another factor as to why you're seeing all these big left wing and massive media outlet companies start collapsing and failing is because government interest groups that have been controlling them from behind the scenes are starting to kind of pull their money out and pull their interest out and focus more towards driving the war machine. You know, Bose, Alex, uh, Bose, Alexander, and Hamilton. Uh, you got, um, you know, you. We've got um all sorts of like like the military industrial complex gears are fucking turning, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's kinda of my conspiracy. But that being said, this is inside four walls. I was your host James Madison and I am not suicidal in any possible way. I'm quite happy with life. And I look forward to seeing you delightful little happy with life people later on. I'm gonna go for it. I sound like Russell Brand. Tonight we interviewed a heroic pizza delivery man called Tyler Morrell and ever Conscious of the opportunity to use our job to get free food, we thought we'd like to taste your pizza. Tyler Morrell joins us in studio. He will deliver literally anywhere. Tyler, it's so great, pies for great to meet you in person. A couple Coco's pies. So we at these are from Coco's, established 1978. Everybody loves Coco's pizza. That's right. Where's Coco's base? Uh, Aston, Pennsylvania, and Delaware County. Delaware County, yep. best part of the state. I think Ooh, we have a special cheese pies. We have a special pie for you okay. here. Here's Tucker's pie. So I am, as you can likely tell, a pizza aficionado. I was a pizza delivery boy for two years. Is it years. Uh, warm at all? Yeah, it's totally warm. <laughs> These warmers are just like one of the great wonders of science. And we're going to, this is sausage. That's sausage. And uh, pineapple. Uh, and really quick, as a pizza professional, do you look down on this order? Is this- I do. I think <laughs> that. I, I consider a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you did. I used to- I used to deliver pizzas and calzones. I considered it immoral, but I delivered them anyway. It's actually still hot. <laughs> it's actually still hot. <laughs> All the way from Philly. It's Phil. so good. It's unbelievable. And you're a hero. 
How's your leg, by the way? Your leg was injured by the fleeing armed, the car thief. It's got a bone bruise on it down here. Oh, damn, I can see it. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. Were your family and friends impressed by what you did? They were actually here with me today. Are they really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go, once I've stuffed myself on your pineapple and sausage, and you're right, it is a disgusting order, but I have no shame. <laughs> um, I'm going to go meet the... Oh, there they are! <laughs> we just thought, what a great way to end the week. Yeah. Truly, that was a great segment, and I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week. We're going to we're just make it of the year. Tyler Morrell of Coco's Pizza. That's it for us for the week. We'll be back. By the way, the entire episode of Let Them Eat Bugs, not quite as good as pizza, streaming now on Fox Nation. Use the promo code ORIGINALS for 30 days free. And we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, have the best weekend with the ones that you love, and we'll see you then. Mm. I think CNN made a sound decision by finally terminating Don Lemon, who I had the opportunity to debate, let's call it that, debate on set five days ago. And look, I think that this could be a good cultural move for CNN. The thing that really surprised me, like many others, was the departure of Tucker from Fox. I will say that Tucker is one of the most thoughtful voices in our movement. And what I always appreciated about him was his willingness not to be a shill for anybody, including the GOP where he would regularly defect from the party orthodoxy, bring on guests who had divergent opinions from the ones that he had. He had somebody from PETA on last week. He was talking about actually the right to free speech just last week of people who he probably dramatically disagreed with, some black nationalist protesters. I think anybody who's saying true things based on principle, I respect them. And I think we're gonna need more thought leaders in the media who step in and fill that void above the standard talking points of political partisanship. And I think that that is a void in our media landscape today. I hope good people step up and fill that void. I was actually slated to be on Tucker's show tonight and I expect I'll be there at eight o'clock having a conversation about the upcoming book that I'm putting out on the ESG movement, but put that to one side. I think that we have a need for elevating the discourse in our country. And I hope that more media leaders are able to step up to do it. It's the bombshell news taking everyone by surprise. Tucker Carlson, Fox's top-rated host, their biggest star, gone without warning. The announcement came from Fox in a brief statement declaring that Fox and Carlson have agreed to part ways. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network. His last show was Friday, and he gave no hint of what was to come. And we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, have the best weekend. The news website Mediaite reports it was a firing and that Carlson had no idea this was coming. And the L.A. Times quotes sources as saying the decision to fire Carlson came straight from Fox chairman Rupert Murdoch. Many on the left are celebrating the ouster of the controversial right-wing host. Na 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 <laughs> na 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 hey, hey, But his well, loyal viewers are incensed. The hashtag I stand with Tucker is trending. The former Fox News host Megan Kelly says the cable network is making a big mistake. This is a terrible move by Fox.
And it's a great thing for Tucker Carlson. Fox News stock took a dive right after the announcement. So what happened? Why the out of nowhere exit? Just last week, Fox settled an historic defamation lawsuit for three quarters of a billion dollars for making false claims about the 2020 election. My impression is that this is related to Dominion's lawsuit. There's so much evidence that came out during the case, so many emails and text messages, that I think the key to understanding why Carlson's leaving is somewhere in those emails and texts. And I think it's possible there are things in those messages that were essentially reason for Fox to get rid of them. Carlson's ouster is reportedly also connected to a lawsuit filed against him and Fox by his former producer, Abby Grossberg, accusing them of running a work environment that subjugates women based on vile, sexist stereotypes. Fox denies the accusation. Women were objectified. It was a game. It was a sport. Female politicians who came on the show were mocked. And on last night's 60 Minutes, retired Marine Ray Epps accused Carlson of making his life hell by pushing the fake conspiracy theory that he was an undercover FBI operative during the January 6th riots. Ray Epps? He's on video several times encouraging crimes, riots, breaches of the Capitol. He's obsessed with me. He's going to any means possible to destroy my life. So what's next for Carlson? Tucker Carlson can do just about whatever he wants. He can go anywhere in the right wing media world. He could launch his own network. This is a earthquake for television news. It's good to see you. My honor. So Tucker Carlson was sitting here two weeks ago interviewing you. He's gone. What do you make of that? Well, I'm shocked. I'm surprised. Uh, He's a very good person, a very good man, and very talented, as you know, and he had very high ratings. So uh, we're just learning about it almost as we speak. You and I just said, wow, that was something. That's a big one. Uh, I don't know if it was voluntary or was it uh, somebody fired, but I think Tucker's been uh, terrific. He's been, especially over the last year or so, he's been terrific to me. There's a lot of turmoil over there, Fox. I mean, 787 they just paid. Why would they get rid of a guy who's performing? Why would somebody do that to their business? Like, I've spent my whole life in the media. My dad was in the media. Like, that is a big part of the revelation that's changed my life is the media are part of the control apparatus. Like, there's no... Yeah, I know, I know. Because you're younger and smarter and you're like, yeah. Yeah. But what if you're me and you spent your whole life in that world? And to look around and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Not only are they part of the problem, but I spent most of my life being part of the problem defending the Iraq war. Like, I actually did that. Can you imagine if you did that? Well, what do you think? What is one of your biggest regrets in your career? Oh, defending the Iraq war. That is it? Well, I've had a million regrets, not being more skeptical, calling people names when I should have listened to what they were saying. Look, when you when someone makes a claim, there's only one question that's important at the very beginning, which is, is the claim true or not? Hmm. So I say, you know, you committed murder or you rigged the last election before you attack me as a crazy person for saying that, maybe you should explain whether you did it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for too long, I participated in the culture where I was like, anyone who thinks outside these pre-prescribed lanes is crazy, is a conspiracy theorist. And I just really regret that. I'm ashamed that I did that. And and partly it was age, partly it was the world that I grew up in. So when you, when you look at me and you're like, yeah, of course they're part of the means of control. I'm like, that's obvious to you because you're 28, but I just didn't see it at all, at all. And I'm ashamed of that. Isn't that what the media 
tries to do, though? It, it's their only purpose. Right. They're not here to inform you. Really? Even on the big things that really matter, like the economy and war and COVID and like things that really matter that will affect you. No, their job is not to inform you. They are working for the small group of people who actually run the world. They're their servants. They're their Praetorian guard. And we should treat them with maximum contempt because they have earned it. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Masson, and we continue the downward spiral of the self-inflicted gashing blood wound that is Fox News firing Tucker Carlson. Now, Fox News really looked at Bud Light and said, hey, you thought that thought what you guys did was stupid? Hold my beer. Fox Corporation sheds 962 million. And mark my word, by the time you hear this episode, they will have lost a billion dollars in market value after announcing Tucker Carlson is leaving the news network. We have three articles to get into today, and let's just get right into the fucking good times and let them roll. By Matthew Fox. Oh, Fox writing about Fox. You'll love to see it. April 24th. Fox Corporation erased $962 million in market value on Monday after announcing Tucker Carlson would depart Fox News. The split came one week after the company settled a defamation lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems. Tucker Carlson has consistently had one of the most watched news shows on cable television. Fox Corporation stock fell as much as 5% on Monday and erased $962 million in market value after it was announced that Fox News Media had parted ways with its own host, Tucker Carlson. Now, mind you, this is now making Fox News officially 100% neocon, establishment, government-approved, right-wing talking piece. It is officially a Fed mouthpiece, as far as I'm concerned. It's going to start taking a lot more government fine, fine, uh, uh, sorry, government kickbacks. It's going to sit back and just go with the mainstream narrative. And you're not going to get a lot of real questioning or quasi-investigative journalism. It's going to become just another media outlet. And it's good because you know what's going to happen? Online content, independent artists, and, and sorry, independent content creators are going to explode. More people are going to seek out independent voices. They're not going to want to keep watching Fox News. Some, yes, but not everyone. And this is one of those times. Like, Tyler Carlson comes over, to, uh, comes over to Rumble. Guess what? That is one of those times when a rising when rising tides lift all ships. You know what I mean? Same thing. Crowder comes over. You know, uh, Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire start making stuff on Rumble. Uh, I start to see my numbers boost as well. So this is good. This is good. Corporate media is going to just keep fucking dying and let it fucking die. This is completely self-inflicted, and Fox News should have known what it was doing. I mean, the writing was on the wall from the beginning, but what happened? They got rid of Tucker Carlson. And not only did they get rid of Tucker Carlson, they did it in such a shitty way where they just fired him. They gave him a 10-minute heads-up before they announced to the entire world that Tucker was gone. No heads-up beforehand, no chance to do a goodbye show, even though Tucker Carlson was consistently the highest-rated uh, highest show on Fox News. And you're going to see Gutfield get a fucking gut-wrenching gut punch. He's going to gut feel it. I guarantee it. Fox News is fucked. This is the this is this is the beginning of the end for Fox News. And mind you, up until then, Fox was fucking winning. Class A shares of the media company recovered slightly and were trading at 32 point at $32.65. 
down almost 3% at 1.23 p.m. The The split between Carlson and Fox News comes just one week after the company settled a defamation lawsuit with Dominion Voting Systems for $787.5 $787.5 million, which is the largest out-of-court settlement in history, mind you, because the network spread misinformation related to the 2020 U.S. presidential election and unfounded claims of election fraud. And you know, I would normally say, well, we need to see it come out in court, but the fact that they surrendered it says a lot. Now, again, I definitely believe there is tons of interference and election fraud going on in 2020. It's not exactly in line with, you know, Mike Lindell's take on it. I think a lot of laws were uh, not officially put on the books, but followed, you know, kind of like the Biden vaccine mandate. It was never actually signed into law. No executive order was actually put into place. It was just sort of something he said and threatened and some paperwork was drafted, but the entire country went with it. Kind of fucking insane. And this was, you know, fucking this is kind of just one of those things. I, uh, I I think too many dead people voted. I think mail-in voting was absolutely used and abused. Uh, the way they shut down and kicked out people from uh, voting centers all across the country, both poll watchers and poll challengers. Uh, the amount of funny money that was coming in and the manipulation that was allowed during you know the COVID lockdown. I think there is. I think there's a lot to be argued for when it comes to election fraud. Or as they call it themselves, fortification. Election fortifying. But I'll leave a link to a certain New York Times article in the description below if you wish to know more about it. That article documents more my views on it. Carlson has long been one of the most popular hosts on Fox News, with the conservative talk show personality's 8pm show uh, consistently being the most watched watched news show on cable TV. Quote, Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. Fox said in a statement, quote, we, th- we thank him for his service to the network and a host, uh, as a host and prior to that as a contributor. The network said it would fill the 8 p.m. hour with a rotation of Fox News personalities until it named a new host. Wild. That is the end of this article. Now let's hop over here. R.I.P. Fox News trends on Twitter after Tucker Carlson leaves network. Quote, R.I.P. Fox News, as well as by Fox and Done With Fox, all trend on Twitter. Well, you hop over here on Truth as well, you will see that... Well, we'll go right over here to the number one trends since I have it pulled up right now. See right here, Tucker Carlson... Fox News, Boycott Fox News, Tucker, Fox, uh, Newsmax, Fake News, uh, Dan Bongino. We will be talking about Dan Bongino here probably in the next episode as well. And Go Go Broke, of course, is trending. Wouldn't expect anything else. But all across the board, people are talking about this being the death of of, uh, Fox News. And they're absolutely right. This article is by Hannah Nightingale, published out of Washington, D.C., April 24th, 2023. Following the announcement of Tucker Carlson leaving Fox News, R.I.P. Fox News, Rest in Piss Bozo, as well as By Fox and Done With Fox, were trending on Twitter, as of many noted Carlson's hit primetime show that brought in millions of viewers to the network. On Monday, it was revealed that Carlson and the network were parting ways with his last Tucker Carlson Tonight 
show airing on Friday, April 21st. This brings to an end the frequently top-rated show on cable news, which first began in 2016, uh, often uh, surpassing 4.5 million viewers per episode. Honored to be with you. The country... Uh, Looks like we have an interview where Charlie Kirk has him on. See if I can up the quality here. Not really. Okay. Over the last couple of years, has been significantly blessed to have Tucker Carlson in the chair every night at 8 p.m. Tucker Carlson came onto the scene after Bill O'Reilly left Fox News Channel. And, you know, we were used to Tucker Carlson being a weekend host on Fox and Friends, the Bowtie Man, for many years. Always very smart, charismatic, sharp in his commentary. And I remember when he was brought onto the primetime menu or the primetime roster, people weren't really sure what to make of it. But almost out of the gate, immediately, Tucker started to drive ratings and change the conversation. Tucker Carlson was best known for his first couple years of broadcast. People forget this. For having wacky socialist liberals and having back and forth. Ryan, you should pull some clips there. It was actually what he did for years, and he changed his show. People forget this. For the first couple years, Tucker's show was a lot of back and forth with liberals and all this. Tucker's first program was after Donald Trump won the presidency in November 2016. It was very combative. It was Tucker, like, debating with left-wingers it drove ratings people liked it but it wasn't as good as what his new show would be around 2018 and 2019 tucker totally redid his format no more combative back and forth with liberals and tucker decided to become basically the beginning point the thought leader of the conservative movement the incubator of the populist right tucker carlson decided to become a challenger on a mainstream network at a mainstream time with millions of viewers against neoliberalism. The legacy of Tucker Carlson, as it is written, and it will be written, of his time at Fox News will be the most effective, poignant critique, criticizer of neoliberalism in modern American history. He transformed his monologues into thought pieces that transformed the thinking of millions of Americans, myself included, about their government. I remember in January of 2019, his first show back from break, he said, why is Amazon allowed to become a trillion dollar company? They hate us and they hate the American people. Why are we doing this? He did long monologues about trade policies. He challenged Donald Trump on going to war with Syria and Iran. Tucker Carlson was one of the first people to cover the border invasion relentlessly every single night. You see, Tucker Carlson did not just parrot the party line. No, Tucker Carlson was deep and he was thoughtful. He was also ferocious against these cockroaches that are destroying Western civilization. He was merciless against the left-wingers like the creepy porn lawyer of Michael Avenatti or Brian Stelter or AOC. He pulled no punches. Went after Don Lamont, the race lady on MSNBC. He played to win. You see, Tucker Carlson going after neoliberalism is a thought crime on mainstream media networks. You're not allowed to do that. You're supposed to say we must invade the world, invite the world, and import products that we do not need, that destroy American labor, and those uh, destroy American workers and earning potential. 
But Tucker Carlson found those things to be objectionable. He said, why are we going to war in eastern Ukraine? I don't like that. It doesn't make any sense. Why are we having 5,000 people legally cross into our country every single day? Why do we have these insane green card policies that favor the tech companies? And Tucker, more than anybody else, led on the issue of tech censorship. He led on the issue of restraining Google. I believe firmly if it was not for the leadership of Tucker Carlson, I don't think that the ideological atmospherics would have been created for Elon Musk to purchase Twitter. Tucker challenged the Leviathan in both private and public life, exposed the FBI. He landed big interviews, all-star guests. He was the head of the curve time and time again, predicting discord and nonsense. He was one of the most important voices in the midst of the COVID lockdowns. And I think if you were to say, Charlie, what was Tucker's all-star moment? Where I think Tucker hit his stride and he was at the crescendo of his career is when we needed him the most, was during Floydapalooza. While other hosts kind of went around the edges and were afraid to dive into the racial conversation, Tucker came out swinging when everyone was doing the black squares of BLM, giving $10 to Black Lives Matter. Tucker Carlson, night after night, was relentless in exposing the Marxist movement that is Black Lives Matter. There was one broadcast I'll never forget where he said, Black Lives Matter is now a political party. It is one of the most popular movements in America. When everyone else was engaged in idolatry, Tucker melted the golden calf of BLM. They called him a racist. They called him all the different names, and he did more. And you know what? Tucker Carlson almost single-handedly moved the Overton window over 60 days, where we went from a country that was worshiping BLM by the time August came and Kenosha was burned down. BLM was unfavorable in people's eyes. It was negative. It was exposed as a Marxist anti-family organization. And Tucker Carlson did that. He didn't care about the advertiser boycotts. He didn't care about the people coming for his life. He leaned in. But Tucker was not done. You see, the conservative movement used to be full of people like the gutless wonder, Asa Hutchinson. Live and let live. Who am I to tell another person what to do? If they're a child, they should be able to cut off their breasts. Take Lupron, pharmaceutical drugs. You see, the conservative movement was behind the times in the intellectual community on the trans issue. And then again, who stepped up to bat? While other shows were afraid and they were mincing words, Tucker Carlson leaned in. Tucker Carlson said, you know what? I'm going to have people that are defending this on my show. He had Asa Hutchinson on his show and he skewered him when Asa Hutchinson, you know, it's uh, in the tradition of Ronald Reagan to allow kids to take gender altering drugs that chemically castrate themselves. In fact, Tucker Carlson coined the term chemical castration that is now ubiquitous in a trans debate. He exposed the authoritarianism during COVID while simultaneously showing how the trans thing is not going to stop. He might have single-handedly went after the Vanderbilt Children's Hospital medieval mutilation clinic more effectively than anybody else. Whatever be the trans issue, the race issue, the COVID issue, the border issue, the neoliberal issue, or how about the Ukraine issue? Who else but Tucker Carlson? On the mainstream network was willing to say that we should not be funding a proxy war against Russia. It was almost a requirement. It was almost expected of you to just say what the CIA wants you to say. Not only that, Tucker Carlson would be doing segments on the Kennedy assassination. Tucker Carlson had Robert Kennedy Jr. on his program. Tucker Carlson had Dr. Malone. Tucker Carlson was the only mainstream host in the summer of 2020 and early 2021 that was willing to have program after program after program on the adverse events and side effects of the vaccine. True. He remade the rights. 
He inspired us to think critically about these issues, about the prevailing lies and dogmas of our day, platforming voices that were otherwise suppressed and censored and putting them right into the mainstream zeitgeist. And today, April 24th, it is now announced, the biggest voice on the right, the air, the, the baton informally passed from Rush Limbaugh being number one to Tucker Carlson being number one, he is out at Fox News. <coughs> All right. Let's move on. From Josie, the redheaded libertarian, at TRHL official. RIP Fox News. Cat Turd. I really love some Cat Turd. The end of Fox News responded to Jack Poso saying breaking Tucker Carlson leaves Fox News as they agreed to part ways last week was his final show. Uh, Natu Poso says, isn't that his uh, backup account? Anyway. R.I.P. Fox News. Should have fucking known. Moving on. Breaking Tucker Carlson leaving Fox News. R.I.P. Fox News from Colin Rugg. Quote, Tucker was the only thing keeping corporate news alive. With him gone, I'm going to be canceling my my cable package and just following the indie internet people for news coverage. What I was saying earlier. Wrote podcaster Clint Russell. Uh, Liberty Lockdown with Clint Russell right here. Tucker Carlson read that. Uh, internet coverage for news coverage. Quote, I'm sure I'm not alone in this probably for the best. R.I.P. Fox News, you dumb bastards. Yeah, true, 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 true. Quote, Tucker Carlson was the last remaining vestige of, uh, vestige of credibility Fox had left. This isn't going to end well for them, wrote another Twitter user. It's, quote, good for Tucker. Trust me, he doesn't need them, wrote Megyn Kelly. Yeah, no, absolutely true. And she was responding to Dylan, uh, Dylan Byers. Breaking news, Fox Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. Dr. Drew, or Dr. Don Michael, sorry. Everyone seems to be done with Fox, including the stock market. They just killed their golden goose. Tucker was Fox News. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Another, others noted canceling their subscription to Fox Nation. That the news network streaming service, uh, right here, Fox, uh, nearly half of Biden's 2020 voters do not think he should seek re-election. Underneath responds with, from, uh, Anna Beth at Anna Beth 9691 on Twitter. RIP Fox News. We have canceled our subscriptions. You are trash and so glad to be done with you. And with a little picture here from Instagram, Fox Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank you for your service to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor. Pardon me. Let me grab my damn coffee here. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, I come to you. A humble uh, coffee drinker. And I have to tell you, my favorite coffee in the whole goddamn world. This is not a plug for any coffee you likely will have heard plugged on YouTube. It is chock full of nuts. It is my favorite coffee. It's so good. Mm. You don't need to add creamer to it or sugar or milk if you don't want to. Uh, I always add a little splash of uh, cream and a little splash of... Uh, like, I got this, uh, just basic stuff, hazelnut creamer, you know, a little bit of collagen powder, a little flavorless protein, 
a little B B complex in there. Mm. Stir it up. Mm, nice. Moving on. Savannah Hernandez, who was on uh, TimCast last night, actually. During the time when I was permanently banned on Twitter, Tucker and his team made it a point to platform my work. They even bought me. They even brought me out for his podcast and let me discuss my reporting and censorship. I'll never forget meeting him, despite being the number one host in the... It's coming out. Anyway, beautiful statement. I'm done with Fox. Canceled Fox Nation from Tammy McDonald. Okay. Uh, over here at Spot On at Miss Miss Leno at Fox News. Stick a fork in me. I'm done with Fox News. Tucker Carlson was the only reason I subscribed. Adios. And that pictures of people canceling their membership. Right here. Fox News be like, 3,000 migraines in Mexico joined mass march demonstrating and the detention centers after last month's deadly fire. W. Spencer says, I found a way to solve the issue of Fox letting Tucker go. I'm done with Fox. What you gotta say, King? Well, they just got rid of Tucker. So, here's what I'm gonna do. King. King. Nice. Adios, Fox Nation. King shit. King shit. Yeah. Fuck the corporate press. They're the enemy of the American people. Let them implode. Ah, it's beautiful. You love to see it. People breaking free of the mainstream plantation. Mm-mm-mm. Last article for this upload. Um, breaking. Twitter explodes following Tucker Carlson's departure from Fox News. Tucker was the reason to watch Fox News by Joshua Young. On Monday, news broke that Tucker Carlson and Fox News had parted ways, and the Carlson show, which was often the top-rated show on cable news, frequently exceeded 4.5 million viewers per episode, had aired its final episode last Friday. Uh, D-transitioner Ali London tweeted... D Korean transitioner, all kinds of goofy shit. Anyway, quote, Tucker Carlson is an American hero who through his tenure at Fox News was able to break some of the biggest and most important news stories. Tucker has been a fearless and sh- fearless in sharing the truth and never afraid to speak out against topics and other networks won't cover. Sad to hear he has left Fox. It was a pleasure speaking with him last year. Children are taught from a young age, from the age of five in some cases, that it's okay to change their gender. It's okay to, you know, wear a skirt. It's okay for a boy to use a gender-neutral toilet when it puts girls at risk. This is the new norm, and schools are teaching about toxic masculinity. They're eroding the alpha male. The alpha straight male has been eroded. You know, Tucker, what happened years ago when kids used to go to school, they used to idolize Superman and astronauts. Now kids are being pushed this radical ideology. They're taught to... Alright, moving on. Breaking news, I'm sure some people have seen this. Tucker Carlson and uh, Fox News have parted ways. The last show of Tucker Carlson tonight was Friday night. So this actually obviously came to a head over the weekend. Uh, no announcements from Tucker to date. We're going to try to track down Pasovic and maybe Darren B. and some other folks. But Blockbuster News, which I've said, hey, the reason to watch Fox, you got Maria in the morning. 
You've got uh, you've got Jesse, right? He's getting there, but Tucker's really the reason to, to watch Fox. Uh, with this, I don't know why anybody needs to watch anything on the Murdoch Empire because Tucker was the mainstay of the uh, the populist voice over at uh, Fox, and it's just this is blockbuster news. Uh, Tucker's announced he's leaving, and not just that. The last show was Friday night, so tonight they're going to replace it with I don't know Fox News tonight or something. But no Tucker Carlson. At Fox News, it looks like no Tucker Carlson at Fox Nation, the streaming service. We'll get more deep. Wild. Wild. What a fucking self-destruction. See, Bannon had said that Tucker was the reason to watch Fox News. Wow. Da- wow. Disastrous moment for Fox News. Tucker was by far the most important and relevant figure at the network. And in all of cable news, wrote Matt Walsh, my favorite tweet from Matt Walsh is when he tweeted the other day, my new pronouns are that nigga. That is probably... <laughs> I plan on talking about that. I know I'm late as hell to it, but there's been a series of hacks that they all seem kind of fairly connected, and a lot of people are kind of just memory-holding the past two, so I'll make an episode about that. Wow. Disastrous... Wow. Disastrous moment for Fox News. Tucker was by far the most disas- the most important and relevant figure at the network. And in all of cable news, responding to Mediate, moving on. On Twitter, Jack Posobiec tweeted, Tucker out at Fox News one day after Ray Epps goes on 60 Minutes. Are you paying attention yet? Good point. Quote, Fox News and Tucker Carlson agree to part ways. Wow, wrote podcaster Abby Libby. Some, like the Middle of Earth Mixer, Middle Earth Mixer posted statements of solidarity with Billboard Chris, uh, saying he should run for president. We will be talking about this later. Standing in solidarity with the king today. Tucker Carlson should run for president. The statement from Fox read, quote, Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. Fox News Tonight will air, the li- will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. Starting this evening as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. And starting tonight, Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be an interim show with rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a long-term contributor. All right. Moving on. The decision comes less than a week after the broadcaster and Dominion voting systems reached the $787 million settlement the week after the, a former booker and the show, Abby Grossberg, sued Fox, citing vile sexist stereotypes working for Carlson. Ian Miles Chong, Lord Ian Miles Chong, noted a move came the day after New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I mean Ocasio-Cortez, sorry, called for Tucker's censorship. Federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence. Very clearly incitement of violence. And 
that is the line that I think Saki. we have to uh, be willing to contend with. Moving on. I guess AOC got what she wanted. Tucker Carlson and Fox News are no longer a thing. That's not true at all. Tucker Carlson uh, Carlson show premiered in November 2016. That is not true at all. Tucker Carlson is going nowhere. He may not be on Fox, but Tucker Carlson will be back. He will be somewhere. He'll either do his own thing, launch his own program, something. We don't know what the future has for Tucker Carlson, but the end of his career, it does not hold now. Just to drive that point in, we're going to end this episode here, and I'm going to throw in the uh, what is it? the Blaze and Daily Wire's uh, videos about this topic where they request, where well, they both openly say, hey, come work for us. That being some more of this up, episode up here. Might be one or two more episodes about this topic coming out today, and then we're going to switch up topics. I swear this will not be the only thing I talk about today. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Madison. Bye. All right, I got to give you some breaking news. Uh, Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Wow, wow! Tucker Carlson wow. and I have become friends, and mm. uh, <clears throat> hopefully, I'll be able to talk to him today. I don't know what the situation is, but uh, Tucker, come to Jamaica. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we would love to have you here. You won't miss a beat. And together, two of us will tear it up. Just tear it up. That would be fascinating. I mean, it he, would be. I'm sure there's they're going to be quite a large uh, contingency of people trying to get that done. <laughs> I think that'll kill Fox. I, I really do. I, I know so many people that, you know, still kind of like Fox and they watch the other shows, but they're like, Tucker's, Tucker is the only one that I really trust. You lose Tucker Carlson, I, I, I think that really kills them. Mr. Carlson's last program was February, April 21st. I, the fact that you have the number one host in all of cable news and he doesn't even come back on to say, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, that no goodbye show, no, none of that. Just he's done. Fox News Tonight will air at 8 p.m. Eastern this evening on an interim as an interim host helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. Would you sign up for the Blaze right now so I we just have a bucket full of money we could throw his way? Uh, Where would they go for that, Glenn? You'd go to uh, blazetv.com, blazetv.com slash Glenn. You'll save $20 if you use the promo code Question Everything. Uh, become a subscriber. I'll tell you now more than ever, where are you going to get the truth? Mm. Tucker was the only guy out there that I felt was in the mainstream media that was telling America the truth. Who's doing that? There's nobody in the mainstream media. Nobody. And I, I now include Fox. Getting rid of Tucker Carlson? Wow. Letting him walk out the door even? Wow. A guy's at the top of it. He had, what, three days with Elon Musk last week. Hmm. You get to sit down with Elon Musk at this time with everything that's going on between the Starship and uh, Twitter? Ah. And you're gone the next week? Never seen anything like it.
I get it. Folks, I got to tell you, I've got like actual goosebumps here. There are very rare moments in the show where I have to stop the show uh, completely, especially in a live chat. Not stop the show, but apparently Tucker Carlson and Fox are done. I, I'm reading it right here that it's just broke. I mean, it's the benefit of a live show. I'm like stunned. I'm stunned. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to get back to that segment. Um, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service. His last program was Friday, April 21st. Is this... What? Wow. I mean, I got six texts here from people. Holy Moses. I didn't even get the comment. It's Fugazi. It's Fugazi's got a huge pass. Fugazi's like, bring in the reliever. Um, I don't even know what to say. Um, that is just shocking news. And so you all understand. Again, I have no inside knowledge of what was happening there at all. I, I, hate, I don't even care to speculate about what happened. But um, I suspect Tucker Carlson will be getting a lot of offers from a lot of people. Fox News and Tucker Carlson are going to part ways. What? Whoa. Get out of here. Tucker Carlson's going to leave Fox News? Yep. Not just like the crappy streaming uh, service Fox what? Nation, but actually Fox News. Not just Fox Nation, but like the actual show? Can we get more on this? Yes. He gets what's going on. He's not going back. He believes in the people. And so... I predict he won't be at Fox News in the near future if he's unable to put this out. I'm going to leave it at that. But that's speaking from my perspective. I'm not speaking for Tucker. Now, Cheryl Atkinson from her sources says that there was a fight and they're trying to block the release. Steve Bannon says Murdoch shut down Tucker. They can basically see the same information and some of the same sources I have. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. For the last Tucker Carlson Fox News episode, we have this article... Uh, the Vic Ramaswamy made some interesting points I thought it was worth getting into. And we have two articles after this. One, we'll be going a little bit into what exactly the Fox out-of-court Dominion lawsuit settlement was. As well as the... Because there's a lot of people claiming... I, I don't really believe this. A, I don't really see Tucker Carlson getting involved in like running for office or anything like that. There's rumors or speculations. It would be interesting. I don't see it happening personally, but again, could be fun if he did. Uh, I definitely wouldn't be opposed to it. Uh, and another thing I don't believe is that AOC had anything to do with this. But there are some people arguing that AOC's demands to have the Biden administration regulate and censor Tucker Carlson may have played a role in Fox News deciding to get rid of him. I don't believe that's the case, but since people are humoring it, we will read uh, an article about it and discuss it. Since it's an argument being given some credibility, we'll humor it. That being said, let's get into this article <clears throat> from The Hill. GOP presidential candidate says Tucker Carlson would be good addition to 2024 field by Olivan Austin. Definitely said that name correctly. 
Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy said in an interview that former Fox News host Tucker Carlson would make a good addition to the 2024 presidential race. In an interview with Politico published Monday, Ramaswamy, who announced his candidacy for president earlier uh, earlier in February, said that he believes Carlson, throwing his name into the GOP candidacy hat, will be a good, will be good for the country. Quote, I think he'd be a good addition to the race, Ramaswamy said. I think someone should only do this if they feel called to do it. But I think, I think it'd be good for the country if he'd got in. To be honest with you, Ramaswamy, a conservative investor. I see. I kind of like Vivek Ramaswamy. I would like to see him do like a 2028 presidential campaign. Uh, maybe somebody like Rand Paul would pair really well with him. Perhaps a Matt Gates pairing with him would be pretty good. Uh, I like Vivek Ramaswamy from everything I've heard so far. Uh, if there's anything you guys have that you can link me below, because I'm expecting the general collection of um, uh, uh, he sucks. Why? His name. Yeah, and I'm sure there's something not to like about him. I just don't know that much about him other than, like, interviews I've seen him do over the last, like, maybe two months. And I I, I like what I've seen so far. But if you guys have any information that might sway my opinion, please absolutely leave me some links in the description below so I can read it from your point of view. Continuing on. Raswami, conservative investor, read that. Uh... Also called Carlson, quote, one of the smartest voices in the conservative movement, also applauded the former Fox News host's ability to, quote, defect from party orthodoxy when necessary. That is a good point. Quote, there's definitely a thought leadership vacuum in political media across the political spectrum. And Tucker was one of the great political thinkers and commentators of our time, Ramaswamy told Politico. Ramaswamy's remarks come as Fox News announced on Monday that they have parted ways with Carlson, whose last show aired on Friday. Carlson, who joined the conservative news network in 2009, had the highest ratings for the network, gaining an average of more than 3 million views per night. Most of uh, most of any nightly news programs in cable on cable television I mean he got the most views of any news show on cable television. Ramaswamy was scheduled to appear as a guest on Carlson's now defunct news program, Tucker Carlson Tonight on Monday evening. Politico reported Carlson's departure from Fox News comes days after the network settled a defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems agreeing to pay $787.5 million to the voting technology company over its coverage of former President Donald Trump's uh, false claims of voter, fr- uh, voter fraud involving Dominion software. Again, I would say your claim that it's false. I would say the real conspiracy here is believing that the 2020 election had no shadiness with it whatsoever. It very clearly had a lot of flaws and a lot of shadiness going on with it, both with mail-in voting, uh, absentee ballots, shit showing up in the middle of the night, voting centers kicking people out. Uh, A lot of states pulled strings and called it fortifying the election. Again, I've beaten this horse into the ground enough times. But it's never been fully debunked, and 
neither and Dominion hasn't been fully vindicated either. So both sides are equally false if we want to play that game. Carlson wasn't the only prominent news figure to abruptly leave his employer Monday. Let me ask you, do you really think Joe Biden got more votes, almost twice as many votes as Barack Obama did in his re-election campaign? Do you really believe that? I just, I don't. Longtime CNN anchor Don Lemon. Uh, Carlson wasn't on, wasn't the only prominent news figure to abruptly leave his employer Monday. Longtime CNN anchor Don Lemon one of the co-hosts of CNN This Morning said he was fired from the network on Monday. Lemon said in a Twitter post that his agent informed him about his firing by CNN President Chris Litch. And that is the end of this article. Now we're going to hop over here for the AOC-related one. AOC demands Biden admin regulate Tucker Carlson's Fox News due to incitement of violence. Quote, I believe that when it comes to broadcast television like Fox News, these are subject to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. A.K.A. govern me harder, Daddy, because I cannot handle an opposing opinion that goes against my consensus reality. Fuck off, twat. Article is by Katie... Davis Court. Alexandra, Alexandria Occasional Cortex called for the federal regulation, uh, regulation of conservative media on Sunday during an interview on MSNBC with former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. I know how it's actually said, but it makes you mad when people don't say it right, so I prefer not to say it right. Now, oh, God. They never think about this, do they? What happens when somebody like Trump hypothetically gets in office and then all of a sudden the government starts regulating the Democrats side of things? They always try to create these precedents and then bitch when the very tools they create get used against them. I, I really don't get the, the, the short-sightedness. Let me ask you, uh, let me tell you a joke. How many Democrats does it take to screw in the light bulb? None. Because they are perpetually in the fucking dark. And Do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role, for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to, to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence. Very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. All right. Moving on. The Socialist Congresswoman made the statement while discussing Fox News' Tucker Carlson and how the media personality uses his platform to allegedly incite violence, which she says needs to be regulated. Well, what does she define as violence? Because she was in an entirely separate building than the Capitol and claims that she was being hunted and harassed in the building even before anyone entered the Capitol building. Then it turned out there was a cop who was going around asking where she was, and even that wasn't fully vindicated. 
Um, what what would she consider violence? I mean, she was called out for being a warmonger, and she fucking danced in front of her voters. Yeah, like right here, for example. And this bitch just started issues. dancing. And, uh, we've already started doing that with respect to some issues around immigration, defense, etc. Uh, because, you know, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican. Give me one second. So, I mean, I guess I'm just kind of curious, what would you consider violence, AOC? Because, uh, you know, when people say things you don't like, that's apparently violent, but that would include people who vote for you in your own district, which is rapidly turned against you, by the way. If it wasn't for all that George Soros money, you'd be fucked upriver back at bartending. Now... People were calling you out for literally being the cause of thousands of deaths frequently in the ongoing Russia-NATO conflict. And you just dance up on stage, boogie-woogie-woogie. But Tucker Carlson saying, hey, they're lying to you on January 6th, and here's the footage to prove it that was given to me by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. That's violence. Really, AOC. But anyone who doesn't agree with you, they just want to date you, right? They just want to want some of that... Big, juicy ass, as you would say that, as you would claim Alex Stein said to you. Right, sweetheart. On Sunday, during the interview with MSNBC, former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, uh, incited violence regulated. We have a very real issue with what is permissible on air, AOC said, on Sunday during... Military base again. Anyway, during an interview on MSNBC Inside with Jim Psaki, quote, we saw that with January 6th, and we saw, I knew it, and we saw that in the lead up to January 6th, and how we navigate questions. Does that mean there was a, if the FBI literally says they have found no evidence of pre planned assault on the Capitol building, what do you mean leading up to it? Not just a freedom of speech, but also. Well, if you regulate it, it's not freedom of speech anymore, sweetheart. It's controlled or suppressed speech or approved speech, not freedom of speech. Shows their lack of understanding. It's right there in the name, Socialist Congresswoman. But also accountability for incitement of violence. This is the line that we have really, we have to really explore through law as well. She continued, quote, I believe that when it comes to broadcast television like Fox News, 
These are subject to federal law, federal regulation, in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. When you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it's very, very, very clear incitement of violence. Very clear incitement of violence. How many times are you going to say this, you daffy harlot? God damn. Like that fucking dude from Goodfellas, Tommy Two Times. Call him Tommy Two Times because he said everything two times, you fucking daffy twat. On that, <laughs> and that is the line that we have to be willing to contend with. Yeah, the line of. Why? What is so hard about the idea of having two different opposing media outlets exist? That say one side of the narrative and the other, and one says the other side of the narrative, and allowing people to process the information and come to a conclusion themselves. Do you think people are so stupid that they can't choose for themselves, or do you think people are so smart they wouldn't fall for your bullshit, AOC? And Do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role, for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to, to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence very clearly incitement of violence God, and like shit. that is the line that i think we have to uh, be willing to contend i remember everybody thought she was fine as hell now she's starting to look like shit while the former brooklyn bartender called for the censorship of the conservative broadcasting networks over allegations of incitement of violence, she failed to include the majority of Democrat-owned mainstream medias whose networks sparked division in the country, and not to mention called violent riots that resulted in the deaths of many people a, um, a summer of love. Let's hop over here. The last article. What is this Dominion lawsuit? Let's get into it. Fox News Dominion Voting System Settle Defamation Lawsuit. Article by Alexandria Steingrand, April 18, 2023. Fox News parent, Fox Corp, and Dominion Voting Systems on Tuesday agreed to settle their legal battle avoiding the high-profile trial on the voting machine firm's uh, voting machine firm claims that it was defamed by the, net, by the network after the 2020 presidential election. Dominion lawyer Justin Nelson claimed the settlement was $787 million. The Fox, uh, Fox in a statement said the settlement reflected its continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. But now you have no journalists. So what do you mean journalist standards? We are hopeful that our decision to resolve this dispute with Dominion amicably, amicably sorry, instead of acronially or Blech, I'm retarded. Instead of acrimony of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from these issues. The voting machine company was suing for $1.6 in damages. Just shortly before 4 p.m., Delaware Judge Eric Davis told jurors that an agreement had been reached bringing the two-year legal battle to an end. The parties also resolved this case, Davis said. Quote, without you, the parties would not have been able to resolve the situation, although it's it's short, not six, uh, not the six weeks you've expected. 
You have done your duty, the judge added. Dominion alleged that Fox News hosts and guests spread false claims, and its voting technology helped rig the election in favor of Joe Biden. Fox argued that it was covering newsworthy claims by associates of then-President Donald Trump, and that its broadcast should be protected by First Amendment. It absolutely shouldn't. Here's why. First off, Tucker Carlson is legally labeled as opinion, not news. Even though he is a journalist and he does break stories, he's considered opinion slash commentary. He's a pundit, not technically a journalist. And he's the one that said anything about Dominion claims. Now, Fox as a whole did not push election fraud narratives. Now, maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think so. They had guests who pushed it, yeah. But interviewing somebody and some independent random person saying it doesn't mean the network itself believed it. They just asked questions. They reported on claims. And they're not thinking about when this shit blows up in their face and... Then all of a sudden, the left starts getting labeled as fake news on a federal level. And then they're going to have problems with it. Because they always fucking do. That's how it works. Anyway, that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. Let me know what you think below. And I am your host, James Manson. And I shall talk to you guys later. Every ten people who are putting he and him in their electronic J.P. Morgan email signatures, there's one person who's like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry, I don't want to fight, but like I'm not doing that. It's a betrayal of what I think is true. It's a betrayal of my conscience, of my faith, of my sense of myself, of my dignity as a human being, of my autonomy. I am not a slave. I am a free citizen, and I'm not doing that. And there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it. And I hope it won't come to that. But if it does come to that, here I am. Here I am. It's Paul on trial. Here I am. We're the ones provoking this war, just like we provoked the war in Ukraine. We are now provoking a war with China. And what? who, who benefits? I'll tell you right now. Your enemy is not China. Your enemy is not Russia. Your enemy is the military-industrial complex, which has been fleecing this country to the tunes of hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars. How many times are we going to have a defense secretary say, hey, we can't account for $2 trillion in the Pentagon again, That like, which has happened twice now in my life? Lifetime. So, again, people are being uh, uh, the, the war machine cannot be stopped. Who's running this country? The war machine. It certainly isn't Joe Biden making these decisions. I would like to know who is making the decisions. And I just want to remind everybody, the United States is the world's terrorist. We just set the Middle East on fire in the last 20 years. And now we're doing a proxy war in Ukraine, which we provoked, NATO provoked, and was just admitted that we provoked it by the former prime minister of Germany. And now we're trying to saber rattle with, with China and they're predicting a war. Again, China's not going to invade us. China's not our enemy. They, we might have an economic war. That's what these are. These are economic wars. These are wars right. for in Ukraine. It's about liquefied natural gas and making sure Germany and Russia never come together because we fear Russia's uh, natural resources and manpower. And we fear them getting together with Germany with their technology and their capital. And so that's why we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. That's why we're doing the Ukraine war. This is all about hegemony, imperialism and 
economics. And if there's a Marine somewhere, it's there because they're about to steal some natural resources from another country. As everybody's screaming about what a bad guy Putin is for invading Ukraine, the United States is currently occupying a third of Syria. And which third is that? It's the third that has the oil. And how do I know we're there to steal their oil? Because the president of the United States said so. We're not, we're not even benefiting economically. That's, I mean, of course, that's the rub. Jimmy Dore, I appreciate it. Thank you. I get it. Folks, I got to tell you, I got, I got actual goosebumps here. There are very rare moments in the show where I have to stop the show uh, completely, especially in a live chat. Not stop the show, but apparently Tucker Carlson and Fox are done. I, I'm reading it right here that it's just broke. I mean, it's the benefit of a live show. I'm like stunned. I'm stunned. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to get back to that segment. Um, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to par ways. We thank him for his service. His last program was Friday, April 21st. Is this... What? Wow. I mean, I got six texts here from people. Holy Moses. I didn't even get the comment. It's Spaghetti. This Spaghetti's got a huge pass. Spaghetti's like, bring in the reliever. Um, I don't even know what to say. Um, that is just shocking news. And so you all understand. Again, I have no inside knowledge of what was happening there at all. I, I, I don't even care to speculate about what happened, but um, I suspect Tucker Carlson will be getting a lot of offers from a lot of people. Are you um, still in touch with Balmajara at all? I know he's struggling. No, I haven't heard, heard from him in a while. It's, uh, I think the last time around I saw him was during our last tour in the States with him, which was 2017. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been trying to contact him via uh, Brandon Novak. I'm not sure if you know him, but uh, uh, of the same ilk. So to speak, who was a, who was a mate as well, but uh, I haven't been able to reach reach out in that sense. I'm, I'm hoping that he feels better because he's a nice guy. He's a sensitive, special fella, and uh, and uh, it's just sad to see that he's turning into the monster that he is turning into. I, I think I can understand some of it, mm -hmm. but uh, it needs to stop <laughs> Do you because think it's not going to lead lead to any, anything better or anything beautiful. He's got he's got a beautiful family. Both his own and, and then his parents and his brother and all that stuff. And he's got a lot of people that care, care about him. So I'm hoping that that uh, that he can, you know, take a break from all the extracurricular activities and concentrate on the essential. Committing to recovery, it's like getting in a swimming pool. Now, if you go up to a swimming pool and you dip your toe into it, the water feels cold. The way to get into that pool, just like the way to get into recovery, is just to commit and fully jump in. Like with Bam, and he's what he's worried about is like, oh, but it's, but, uh, but it's not going to be fun. If I get sober, it's going to be boring. Like, I'm not going to have fun. I want to have fun. You're out of control. Can I just have my fun until we meet this lady? And then I'll stop. He makes a comeback to TV in 2016 on the VH1 show Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. Otherwise, dry house. This is a dry house. Okay. And then he tells me he's going to drown in the pool or, and I'm going to be okay. And Just send me in that pool and make sure I don't come back up. If I don't do something as a mother, then I'm just as guilty. It's none of your business. It is my business. You're my son. 
Well, here's the point. He is your adult son. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls, where we're recovering this jackass, pun intended. Pennsylvania cops launch manhunt for troubled jackass star Bam Margera after he got into a fight at his $1.1 million castle, then fled into the woods and vanished. Now, I am a huge fan of all the jackass stuff. I'm a fan of Bad Grandpa, Jackass, all the fucking movies, the 1.5, 2.5, 3.5, Bad Grandpa, 1.5, uh, 1.5, 2.5, Bam's Unholy Matrimony, Wild Boys, L- La Vida Bam, uh, God, dude, all that shit. That was like a staple of me and my brothers like viewing. Like, I remember being a little kid, hanging out in the basement at home with my older brothers when they were in high school, like, like in early 2000s. You know, I'm a little kid hanging out with them. We're watching just, you know, all kinds of crazy shit. And then, well, Bam's downward spiral really... uh, Bam was already struggling on and off before the death of Ryan Dunn with alcohol. But it wasn't as severe as it is now. But when Bam Margera died in a car accident driving the Lamborghini that Bam Margera loaned him... Bam gave up on life, it seems. I'll leave a link to a very good documentary about the downfall of Bam Margera I watched, like, a year or two ago. I'll leave a link to that in the description below. Uh, it is really sad to see what's going on. He wasn't really in the last Jackass movie. And it was really interesting. A lot of people thought Steve-O would go down this way, not Bam. But Bam's starting to look a lot more like Phil every day and it sucks man like I, I remember being a little i remember the first time i watched jackass 3 and it ended with weezer and the jackass crew singing uh, memories together memories make me wish we could go back there back. it's a good song it's uh i don't know it's sad manhunt for troubled jackass star bamager after he got into a fight at his $1.1 million castle, then fled into the woods and vanished. Yeah, he threatened, he, assault, he violently beat his brother, and then threatened to murder his family, and then fled. An arrest warrant has been issued for jackass star Brandon Bam Margera, 43 years old, Pennsylvania State Police, reported that an alleged victim said they got into a, a physical altercation with the pro skater and suffered minor injuries. When police arrived at the scene, Margera had already fled into the woods. And yeah, and he was just... He was fighting to get custody back of his daughter like a year ago, too. Melissa Cohen, Koenig. Breaks my heart, man. Like, this is, this is one of those moments that hits me right in the fucking childhood. Like, the only reason I even got... Uh, at the end of this, I'll throw in a picture of my, uh, some of my skateboards. I don't know if anyone cares. You don't have to look. Uh, my favorite skateboard is a uh, like a 14 to 16-wheeled skateboard. I, I have two attachments to it. One that makes it 14-wheeled, one that makes it 16-wheeled. I'll sure put a picture of it at the end of it. I have a lot of skateboards. I, I really enjoy skateboarding. Now, uh, not don't... I'm really shit at tricks now, just because it's been years since I've really actually gone on my way to do any tricks, you know, since I've entered, like, the workforce and stuff. Plus, you know, old man excuses, oh, my bones. <laughs> but I, I still enjoy skateboarding to get around town, you know. I got some Swiss bones, uh, dark horses, elements. Uh, if you're ever in the Ann Arbor area, I can't recommend Launch Skateboard Shop enough. It's really good. There's also Olympia. 
good shit. But Jackass and all those guys are like a big reason as to why I even wanted to get into skateboarding. You know, it looked so cool. I remember when I was looking, if you asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I wanted to be on Jackass. A manhunt is underway in Pennsylvania for Jackass Brendan Bamargera, whom police say assaulted an unnamed victim. It's named now. It's his brother. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. It's insane. Pennsylvania State Trooper police officials told TMZ troopers responded to a reported disturbance at around 11 a.m. Sunday morning near Margera's $1.1 million uh, Pocopson, Pocopson Township Castle, where an alleged victim said they got into a physical altercation with the 43-year-old pro skater who suffered minor injuries as, uh, as a result. But when police arrived on the scene, Margera had already fled into nearby wood, uh, wooded area, and has yet be- has yet been located. A warrant is now out for Margera's secret arrest. Uh, sorry, Margera's <laughs> Bam Margera. A warrant is now out for Margera's arrest, charging him with four misdemeanor counts of terroristic threats with intent to terrorize another. One count of simple assault and a final count of harassment while subjected while subjecting another to physical contact. Isn't that just assault with more steps? The charges come just two weeks after Margera was arrested in California for public intoxication after he got into a shouting match with an unidentified woman at a Thai restaurant in Burbank. What a dump. This fucking guy. God damn this shit. This fucking cringy fucking LARP fucking bullshit occult garbage. Ugh. It's a shame. But at least he's not wearing the giant Depp wardrobe anymore, right? Jacket Van Machera. Ah, it kind of looks like uh, Dragon Lord's castle. If you know who Dragon Lord is, definitely look into him. It's a good lol cow. In a video of the confrontation filmed by the comedian Evan Evan Breen was there. The former pro skateboarder could be seen going back into the restaurant and then out of it again after police had arrived. At an officer's request, Margera sat down on the ground in the parking lot and although his conversation with the officer couldn't be heard, he could be seen waving his arms about in a uh, gestated and gestated wildly. The arrest may have been uh, may have been preceded by some kind of family drama, as Margera's uh, estranged wife Nikki Boyd and their five-year-old child Phoenix were both in the restaurant, according to a witness. Oh no! To the witness on the scene, however, police didn't clarify if he was arguing with his ex or. If it was another woman, sources added that Margera would be forced to pay $500 to be released early on bail unless he opts to stay behind bars until sobering up. Earlier this month, Margera was also arrested on domestic violence charges after police in California responded to his home in uh, Escado, where a woman claimed he kicked her. I, I, he absolutely did. The alleged victim was not named, but... She also report reportedly Mar- she was also reportedly Margera's girlfriend Jessica, and not his ex. It's unclear whether 
Oh, no. Whether she's a victim in the most recent case, Margera was ultimately released on on $50,000 bail, though the local district attorney said charges would not be filed against him. Tragic. Yeah. It's a shame. In the aftermath, sources told TMZ that his estranged wife, Nikki Margera, is looking into filing for legal protection against him in order to protect herself and their five-year-old son. Oh, son, not daughter, my bad, Phoenix. She had told the site that the uh, incident was very scary for me and even more scary for Phoenix, adding that it was a shame as the visitation that Bam had with Phoenix the prior day in Hollywood went reasonably well. Yeah, but for Bam standard, that's not saying much. Nikki claimed her famous husband had arrived at the restaurant intoxicated and belligerent, as she explained, quote, This is the umpteenth time that Bam keep, uh, takes one step towards... Uh, one step forwards and ten steps back. Her attorney, David Glass, told TMZ that he had been trying to work with Bam on setting up regular visitations for their child, but it is con- uh, contingent on him staying sober and treating Nikki with respect, something they may, uh, something they say Margera has refused to do. Boyd had filed for divorce from, uh, sorry, Majera. In February of this year, after claiming that he was not sober during a visit with the son. Oh, damn. Like I said, last year, you know, in February last year, he was working on, on uh, repairing the marriage. And the last time I had heard, it looked like there was some promise to it, but... Oh, well. She has requested legal and physical custody of Phoenix, though she says Margera should stay... Uh, should still be allowed to have supervised visits with his son in the Los Angeles area. I don't know about that, unfortunately. I, I think it's time to just pull the cord on that. Maybe maybe we'll force him to clean up a little bit. Man, Iggy Pop right here. Fun fact, Iggy Pop's from Ann Arbor. Uh, Tony Hawk. Different times. Morning, everyone. And uh, I have some good news. I realized that I'm manic bipolar, and uh, and I, yesterday, I had to go so bat bonkers crazy because of not knowing the answer for a year and a half, whether we're doing jackass or not. I had to go bonkers. I had to deal with the madness to finally know the answer of now I know exactly what I want, and it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be in a way where everyone wins in the end. So I love everybody and and there'll be no bad blood this way. It's gonna be awesome. So I'm um, seeing a bipolar um, specialist today and uh, to get that underway. And um, other than that, we just have to find a time and place to film all this rad and you're all involved, rock and roll. Mm. Yeah, so, like, here's the thing with all this, right? I had a roommate, kind of like Bam here, at least a little bit, hear me out. Dude blamed everything on some sort of, like, 
oh, you know, I'm always stressed out, I'm angry, you know, I got this trauma, you know, it was all these excuses, everything besides actually handling the task at hand and getting the shit done. It was a billion and one little fucking excuses and blaming on some ethereal mental illness that they can never quite fucking pin down and there's always some sort of, oh, well, you know, I gotta take this drug and you know how hard it is for me to do what I gotta do and it... It's just like these 40 to 50 year old victims. And they're always a victim. They're always like these washed up rocker types too. It's a shame. Separately, the Viva La Bam star is being sued for threatening to use brass knuckles on his neighbor. Daniel Cardenas, 28 years old, claimed that Viva La Bam prank, uh, prankster wanted him to stop having very loud sex because Margera's girlfriend Jessica and her 8 year old daughter could hear them. Yeah, he said Jessica and her daughter were staying with him while Margera was in jail. Quote, all I can figure is that Jessica told Bam about the loud sex, which her daughter overheard. And this is why he was so upset, although it, it's, of course, give, uh, gives him no right to attack me, threaten my life, or kick me out, out of a home he has no rights to. Uh, Cardenas said. He added that Bam told him, the girl, quote, will have PTSD for the rest of her life. Probably said that in, like, a, a bragging sense, too, unfortunately. The California judge granted a temporary restraining order to Cardenas. Margera just stay, uh, Margera must stay 100 yards away from both of, both him and his home. Anyone with information about Margera's whereabouts is now being asked to call 610-268- 2022. Let's see the first three comments here. Uh, Queenie Q. Surprise, he's still alive. Sad. Uh, Tim Tock. Had it all and burned it to the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking true as hell. Kimmable. The name of the show says it all. And Northern Australia. Just because I like Australians. Not the government there. I feel bad for, for them, but, uh, you know. Kids, this is what unhinged looks like. Stay away from drugs. Yeah. I don't know, man. I remember watching all the old skits, like him getting the golden dildo up the ass, the sledgehammer and all that fun stuff. Not right here. Bam Margera allegedly beat up bro and threatened to kill family. Exclusive from the 24th, so yesterday. Let's get into it. I said an exclusive. 9.21 a.m. TMZ has obtained the police report describing what allegedly happened in the lead-up to Bam Margera fleeing into the woods, and it's a shocking account. According to cops who say... Uh, who's, let me scooch in a little bit here. According to the cops who spoke to the alleged victims, who happened to have been Bam's family members in this case, and former Jackass, the former Jackass star started banging on his brother Jesse's bedroom door around 8 a.m. on Sunday and left an ominous note behind. Jesse told police the signed letter from Bam read, quote, If you ever fucking think of calling the police on me, I will officially fuck you up. We read that, quote, If you ever fucking think of calling the cops on me, I will officially fuck you up. Jesse goes on to say, he then went downstairs to find Bam peeing into the kitchen sink 
at which point a fight allegedly broke out. In the docks, Jesse claims Bam wailed on him and struck him multiple times in the head. Trains. See, this this is this is tragic. Cause I remember his brother being in uh Bam's unholy match ma matrimony in uh, Viva La Bam and Wild Boys. Like his his whole family, his mom, his dad, his brother, they all made cameos in, in all the Jackass things. God, this is sad. Uh, claims Bam wailed on him and struck him multiple times in the head, and cops make a note of this in their reports, noting visible injuries they say they observed. After the brawl, Jesse goes on to allege that Bam said, quote, I'll kill you. I'll put a bullet in your head. Jesse also told police that Bam allegedly said, uh, also said he'd also kill everyone in the house, the occupants of which at the time included his dad, Phil, and his two and two other women, probably his mom and sister. Jesse told police, actually maybe or his girlfriend, Jessica. Anyway, uh, Phil and two other women just told police that Bam f uh, fled into the woods behind their house after this, and cops say they came up short when they went looking for him. I, I wouldn't stay in that house. I, if anyone stay in the, in, in the Bam, uh, what did he call it? Bam Casa. He has a name for it. But anyone, if anyone's staying there, they're retarded. This dude's actively unhinged, and he's pulled guns on people before. He's, I don't think he's allowed to actually own guns either. Bam Margera is, want, is a wanted man in Pennsylvania on a slew of criminal charges after... Cops say he got into an altercation and made a getaway into the woods. The Pennsylvania State Police tell TMZ state troopers responded to a reported disturbance Sunday morning around 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time near uh, Copson Township, which resulted in an alleged victim accusing Bam of being involved in some sort of physical confrontation. The only problem, by the time cops showed up, Bam had fled the scene and... Uh, the scene of the incident into the nearby wooded area, and as of now hasn't been found. I, I have a bad feeling he's dead. Don't mark. Don't don't hold me to that. But I just things have been really bad for Bam. It is 5:27 a.m. Uh, Tuesday, April 25th, 2023, as of the recording of this, and it's just I have this really bad gut feeling about him. Or just, I don't know. I, I can't shake this gut feeling about it. That's the only reason I wanted to cover this. Is I just have this gut feeling that something really bad about to happen. Now a warrant has been issued for his arrest. The PA State Police are actively searching for him. Asking the public for any, any info regarding his whereabouts. The charges he's facing sound pretty serious. Although we're told they're all misdemeanors. Margera... Sorry. Wow. We still don't know what exactly happened here or who the alleged victim is. We know Bam Margera is facing four counts of terroristic threats with intent to terrorize another one account of simple uh, simple assault and a final count of harassment while suspected suspecting another uh, to physic uh, sorry while subjecting another to physical contact. As you know, Bam's been going through a lot of issues in his personal life of late, of the last, like, ten years. Most of which seem to stem from his addiction to substances, substance abuse. Not to mention his partying lifestyle. We covered it all in the latest episode of TMZ, the podcast. 
So coming back, crazy situation with a crazy guy. I mean, Bam Margera is a really sad story. There's been so much about him sort of descending into drug addiction and uh, potential suicidal thoughts and really bad stuff happening with Bam Margera. So there's been another incident today in Chester County, Pennsylvania. At the time that we're recording this podcast early in the morning, we're not exactly sure of all the facts, but here's what we do know. Do you want to give a hits, runs, and errors Yeah, here? there's another physical confrontation, apparently, in, uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania happened. You know what's odd is it always happens at like 11 in the morning with this guy, yeah. which is just it's... clear that we've had a bender all night. Yes. Then go into some sort of establishment where people are living their normal lives, get aggressive, cops are called. So we don't really know what happened, but something happened where he got aggressive, cops were called. By the time the cops got there, he had fled into the woods. Yeah. So we don't know where he is. It's unclear so, if right. he knew the person, if it was... I know his family is from Pennsylvania, so it's not completely random. Yeah. Um. So, so he's there. So so he has... We don't know if it's a physical altercation or just a verbal altercation, but... Afterwards, so so they have this whatever altercation. Uh, Bam, realizing the cops are going to be called, takes off and goes into the nearby woods where he remains, and they haven't yet been able to find him. Sort of, it's got to be some concern about his physical state right now and and how he's doing. Uh, again, there's been some serious issues, obviously. But during this altercation, according to the complainant, he went to cops. And he said that Bam, uh, he's been, Bam has now been charged with four counts of terroristic threats with intent to terrorize another. Typically, what you'll see is that somebody will say, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to effing kill you, I'm going to go get a weapon, I'm going to come back here, I'm going to kill you. These are terroristic threats under the, under the uh, letter of the law. So I'm suspecting that's what happened. At some point, this guy, you know, cops are called and Bam takes off. Now, so he's in the woods. Do they, they said they can't find him. With somebody like this, do they even use the manpower? Like, do they take the cops to go searching or do you let him be and tell the guy, call me if you see him no, again? I think, I think you go and you, you try to find him. I mean, it, it's interesting. It, it's a criminal investigation because the, of the of what we talked about. But it's also at some point sort of a, a you know, it's a, it's a state investigation, a mental health investigation, because you know this person is suicidal. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, you got you got to intervene. Um, to your point, though, how many resources do you devote yeah. to this kind of thing? Do you, it's not like a missing child where mm -hmm. you're going to line up in the woods. And, and, or a one-time thing. This is, it's just Groundhog Day, and I, I can't believe it's gone on this long. Yeah. And I don't know what the end game would be. I, I hope it's not a certain direction, but we are in full Amy Winehouse territory. Yeah. That every morning yeah. it's the same story over yeah. and over, and people have tried, and his ex-wife and his family and you can't help somebody who doesn't want to help themselves. Well, you can put him yeah. under a hold. We've talked a lot about holds. And I think Amanda he's Bynes had some holds. He's had some holds where he's been he's been forcibly uh, held in, a, in an, uh, an institution um, against his will because, you know, you can do that if somebody's a, a threat to others or a threat to themselves. Um, and here we're clearly on the precipice of, of something bad here. But, but to your point, I mean, what, what more do you do? You know, what, yeah. what, what do you do for somebody who clearly doesn't doesn't want to be helped? Very know. sad stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. On that note, um, all right. I wish you a very happy. Yeah. No, it, it's fucking heartbreaking as all hell, man. I remember. So a little personal anecdote here, man. I remember being really little. The first time I watched the first Jackass movie, I was probably 
four, four, five. And it was the funniest shit to me. And it became like a, it was like a big thing when the Jackass movies came out. Then my one brother started working in a movie theater, right? And he snuck me in, you know. This is like when Jackass 3 is coming out. I'm probably, it's like what, 2008, 2009? 2010. Wow, so I was 12. Almost 13 when that came out. And my brother snuck me into the movie theater. And I was sitting in front row in what's called... It was called... Um, uh, Cinemart. It's called Cinemart. I believe it was an AMC thing. But this one's changed its name. This been theater. This theater still here, but it's changed ownership so many times. But I remember trying to sit there. Doing everything I can to cover up my mouth so no one hears me laughing. You have, like, the Pooh Cocktail Extreme. You have... The, the sumo suits. You got the fucking demolition derby. And one of my favorite of all time actually involves Bam. It's the uh, it's the one where they're all on the fucking. Uh, I don't know why it's my favorite out of all of them, but it's it's them. Actually, any of the ones with Bam were really good. Like when he's hiding firecrackers in a big metal barrel, like in his parents' bedroom or in his car. Or letting an alligator loose in his parents' hotel room in Jackass 3. The butt chug with Steve-O. Like, all these things have such, like, a, a, a deep core memory with me. Actually, I have the uh, Jackass 7 movie collection. It's one of my prized possessions, actually. It's, like, one of the only DVDs I've actually cracked open recently. I was just watching Jackass 1 not too long ago with Butterbean knocking out Giant Knoxville. These, um... I don't know. I remember being a little kid and just watching these guys. And just thinking I wanted to be them so bad. All the intros, the beginning and like the intro skits, the outro skits. And this has been Jackass. Oh, dude. I remember like this one right here. Like I tell you exactly what happens. He pops out of a, he gets shot out of a fucking hole in the ground. And he lands on his fucking head. And says, keep God out of California. It's great. It's so good. Party boy when he's like walking through Japan. Dancing on people. And being like a, like a little kid, you know, elementary school and junior high watching these movies. You know, I was also watching Adult Swim. All these other shows because, you know, uh, just, <laughs> I guess my parents were a little hands off. Worked out for me, I guess. If I got my ass kicked, I had to deal with it. It was, it was on me to deal with it. But I'd go to school and just. You know, me and that, like, half the reason I had the friends I did in high school or in junior high and elementary school is because they had also seen all these same shows I was watching. Back when, like, uh, Fox uh, Fox 2 or whatever station you had Fox on had Animation Domination or ADHD TV. ADHD TV. Yeah, Major Laser and all that shit back in the day. And then I remember, like, specifically on MTV2 where a lot of the jackass spinoff shows would air. I would watch Clone High, Daria, Beavis and Butthead. Then you had like, ah, scratch my shoulder. You had uh, you had a uh, celebrity death match. You had fucking robot death ma- death battle where you had like, people building their custom Roombas and fight each other. You also had Andy Milanakis. I'm a little G from New York City. When I walk down the street, people ask who is he. I'm Andy Milanakis. That's who I be. All that shit, man, just fucking made my childhood. 
but it seems like it's kind of the end for uh for Bam here. I I hope I'm wrong. I hope he gets all the help. But I don't know, man. I don't think Bam can be helped at this point. The the death of Ryan Dunn really set him down a fucking spiral. So I think I'm gonna wrap it up here. I'm gonna throw in a little clip at the end of this. Um, and until then, I shall catch you guys later. Deuce. Never mind Jeff Tremaine, he's such a fat pussy, there's no need to talk about him. Knoxville, get into a boxing ring with me with no gloves on. One, two, three, I'll fuck you up. 
Let's everybody bet money on it. I will fuck you up in one punch. You're such a pussy, you can't sign your death waiver. That's what you made me do with Paramount, you fucker. So, this is not a brand new idea. Knoxville and Jermaine made me sign this fucking, basically a death waiver. To take 18 medications, maybe a zombie, I couldn't get my dick hard, I couldn't fuck my own wife, I couldn't stiff muscles, bald hair, fat, get weight gain, fuck you motherfuckers. Jeff Tremaine is too much of a pussy to get in the ring with me. But Knoxville, if I double dog dare him, he says if I double dog dare anything, he'll do it. So, Knoxville, I double dog dare you to get in the ring with me without any boxing gloves so I could ring, 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 one, two, three, let's go. I fuck you up. Let's go. Pussy. Oh, if you're going with pussy, then he really gets mad. Pussy. Who the fuck cares if I'm drunk as hell or not anymore? Jackass has put me through fucking hell on fucking wheels for a year and a half, keeping me in Pennsylvania. I couldn't leave if I left or else I had to breathe in the sobriety link at three o'clock every day, six o'clock, eight o'clock. Then a random beep would go off no matter where I was at. I had to fucking stop whatever I was doing and go to an urgent care to go piss. Then I had to wake up every day with a handful of antidepressant pills that I would have to show Paramount Pictures that I took them and swallowed them every single day. Steve-O has been sober as fuck since, since 10 years. If he had a breath light, like he's gonna go camping one day and not have any internet reception. He's gonna sleep through one or two. He's got like people, they set me up with such a fucking hard mission that, and then COVID happened for a year against anyone's knowledge. Like, so now I just spend $90,000 in a rehab for 90 days at my expense. <clears throat> I had to go to 30 days in Florida for a rehab at my expense. I had to pay for therapists that they recommended at their expense, but I had to pay for it. I have, <clears throat> I wrote them so many ideas and if I'm not in the movie and they use my ideas, how do you think that that'll make me feel? The last thing I want to do is be in a courtroom with Jeff fucking Tremaine. I love him. What the heck? Fuck, man. I'm not in Jackass 4. If anybody cares about me, don't go see their movie because I will make mine way fucking ratter if you just Venmo me a dollar. <laughs> just a buck. If you send a hundred bucks, I'll remember your name and write it down and straggle it. You send more than that and I'll do more, but ten pounds and fucking <clears throat> Jackass was everything to me. And now, now I'm so relieved that it's
Fuck you, Knoxville. Fuck you, Spike. Fuck you, Jeff. You fuckers never cared about me, man. <laughs> no, you fucking fuckers. And without further ado, let me welcome the Republican nominee, former President Trump, and the Democratic nominee, President Biden. Sleepy Joe, you have run this country to its absolute ground. Well, at least I do run sometimes, if you know what I mean. And at least I can form coherent sentences. Oh, is that so? Mm -hmm. Well, idiot says what? What? Oh, slimy, stinky Joe. <laughs> Got you there, Jack, didn't I? Well, if I am Jack, then, then you are Wojak. Uh -huh. The most is soy Wojak possibly in the world. Yeah. Listen, you are the soy Wojak. I am the Chad Wojak. No, no, you are the soy Jojak. And I am the Chad Gamer Wojak. You know who you are? You are the 80-year-old unfit ruler. That's who you are. You know you're not the Chad Wojak. I am the Nordic gamer, Chad, the Giga Chad Wojak. You're the virgin, and I'm the Chad. I'm actually not a virgin. Your mom can attest to that. Well, look, all I'm saying is that we are in two separate leagues. You are the, the globalism fan, and I am the patriotism enjoyer. I'm a patriotic globalist. I support slavery worldwide. A better analogy would be that I'm the rare Pepe, and you're the small crying people. You're Apustaya. You're a small crying Apustaya. I... Am the based and red-pilled groiper. That is not true. It is true. No, no, you're not based. You are actually cringe. No, I am based. Based and red-pilled. Ring, ring. Hello? Hi, is this the cringe department? No, no, this is the base department. No, I think it is the cringe department. Be boop. What was that? That I hung up. No, uh, I can still hear it. I can still hear all the cringe. That is not true. Well, for example, I am the Chad Doge, and you, you are the little tiny Doge. Uh-huh. He's called Cheems, you dumb dumb. Well, you seem to know a lot about him, don't you? Will you shut up, man? Do you know what Sigma Grind set is? It's like Patrick Bateman. Great guy. You know, I watched this movie, American Psycho. Yeah? Great movie. I really related to the main character. I do think uh -huh. that he might be, he might be literally me. Oh, yeah? Well, have you seen Drive, Blade Runner, or Taxi Driver? I am all of those characters. You can't be all of those characters. Yes, I can. Nuh-uh. Straw man? That's not a straw man. Do you even know the definition? Appeal to authority? You're literally the president. Ad hominem? I agree. Where am I? Oh, right. Yeah. Mr. Trump, let's not forget that you led an armed insurrection against the capital of the United States. Oh, come on, Joe. We were just doing a bit of battle royale. Don't be acting all among us sus. Don't be acting among us sus, Joe. Well... Maybe I think you're the imposter. I'm not the imposter, Joe. It's all in your head. Yeah. If I was imposter, then you would be dead. We both know that I have a higher KD ratio than you. Well, that D part might increase soon is all I'm saying. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are closing the first of the 2023 live presidential debates. Join us next Thursday when the presidential candidates will face off in the ceremonial Beyblade tournament. Let it rip, Jack. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. It is 7.16 a.m. and this is breaking news. At 3.52 a.m., Biden-Harris officially announced 2024 re-election bid. Yes! Yes! Holy shit, yes. Do you think he's going to have another... I mean, there's no COVID, right? So is he going to have like a, a basement campaign again? Like, what's going to happen? 
we we might actually get to see a real Joe Biden campaign rant with no fucking excuses. And oh my god, he's so withered. He's so wilted. He's gonna be up there on the stage with other Democrats, and they're gonna eat him alive. While he's all while he's also being investigated, his son's being investigated, his wife's being investigated. The whole crime family with Joe Biden starting to cave in on itself. I mean, not to sound like the walls are closing in, but the walls might be closing in on them a little bit here. And in in amidst all this, they're running for president again. And Harris is going to continue as VP. Oh, yes. Oh, this is good. April 25th. By the way, if you're watching this on other platforms, it will be up around 130 to 2.30. If you're watching this, if you follow me on BitChute, this is going up live, like, as soon as I'm done recording. So, remember, everything gets uploaded to BitChute first, and then everything else is on a scheduled upload on every other platform. Continuing on. Freedom. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. This shouldn't be a revolution. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally, and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. But you know, around the country, Mm -hmm. MAGA extremists are lining up to take... MAGA extremists, and oh, yes... I knew it. I knew they would be using January 6th footage. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. This is great. This is going to be so good. Especially right now while we're finding out how many feds were involved in it. Oof. Biden, please. Please do not stop. Take on those bedrock freedoms. Cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life. But no one did that, unfortunately. Dictating what health care decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love, all while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. Ooh, boy. I'm giddy. I am so excited. Literally, I'm excited as hell. And by the way, I like how we brought up things like Roe v. Wade. Homie, under your watch, more people died from COVID. Roe v. Wade got overturned. Uh, oh god, just the list of things that fucked up on his watch. Afghanistan. Oh, this is gonna be so good. He's gonna be eviscerated. It's gonna be visceral, and I'm gonna love every second of it. President Joe Biden formally announced his bid for re-election Tuesday, asking voters to give him another four years as America's oldest president to help him finish the job. Despite plunging support. Oh yeah. Even amongst like the average like liberal voter, he has like a twenty percent approval rating. Ooh, somehow Kamala has a lower approval rating than him. This is good. Oh, I'm gonna love this. Quote: Every generation has a moment where they have had to stand up for democracy. Every generation has had a moment where they've had to. Had to stand up for democracy. To stand up for their fundamental freedoms. I believe this is us. 
the 80-year-old president tweeted earlier Tuesday, quote, this is why I'm running for re-election. As president of the United States, join us. Let's finish the job. Biden, who would be 86 at the end of his second term. You know, I actually thought he would be. End of his second term, launched his official 2024 run, despite overwhelming signs that the that Americans want him to step down. A poll Sunday by NBC News showed that a staggering 70% do not want him to run, while only 26%, barely a quarter, wanted him to do so. Ah, oh, God, I'm excited. But who else does the left have to run? They got Gavin Newsom, and they got one of the two Cuomos. And both of the Cuomos are tainted as hell. They really wanted Michael Avenatti. They really wanted Avenatti for 2024, but he's in prison for the next 14 fucking years getting ass fucking blasted receiving the literal metaphorical shaft he was trying to give Stormy Daniels the one that Trump supposedly allegedly but never actually gave her in his announcement the aging president released a more than three minute video claiming his run was again part of a battle for the soul of America against MAGA extremists it ended with his Biden-Harris logo suggesting he will run with Vice President Kamala Harris, who featured heavily in his promo. Freedom, he said earnestly at the start of his video. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred, he said. There's been the work. It's been the work of my first term to fight for democracy, to protect our rights. He claimed. Ah, watched it. Moving on. Quote. But you know, around the country, manga extremists are lining up to take those bedrock freedoms away. While you constantly threaten to steal our guns, raise taxes. Uh huh. Weaponize the DOJ, make things like going to church worthy of being put on a federal watch list, labeling nuns as extremists. Uh, I don't know, man. You're more divisive than ever. I, I wouldn't. Uh, this is such a goofy ass play. Huh. That included cutting social security and rolling back women's rights to abortions. The part that Biden uh, sounded most horrified by is banning books and telling people who they can love. Here's the thing. Books haven't been banned. Books have been removed from school libraries. That's it. They're still accessible on public libraries. You can still have them delivered to your house. No one is banning books. No one's banned books. And no one's telling people who they can love as long as who you're trying to love is over 18. You know, 18 and up. And it's legal. It's about it. And the fact that that's such a, a sticking point of horror for Joe Biden. I mean, we're not surprised that Joe Biden is horrified by being forced to stick to 18 and up. We all know his age preferences. Oddly enough, the only thing they have in common are his age preferences are between the ages of 1 and 8. All while making it more difficult. I can't do the voice. All while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote, he claimed. 
when I ran for president four years ago, I said, we are in a battle for the soul of America, and we still are. Oh my god, I... I I'm so excited. The question the question we are facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer, he said. Quote, this is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election, because I know America, he said. Bro, Joe, you don't even know what you had for breakfast. He called it a moment for Americans to, ha- uh, to have a defend. Uh, Americans have to defend democracy. And there's nothing simple, uh, there's nothing simply, nothing we cannot do if we do it together. Stand up for our personal freedom. Stand up for our right to vote and stand up for our civil rights, Biden said. And in this moment, he said to a pumping upbeat music, let's finish the job. I know we can. This is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we can do if we do it together. Doctors declared Biden, who does not drink alcohol and exercise five times a week, fit for duty. After an examination in February, despite numerous stumbles gaffes, the White House claims his record shows that he is mentally sharp enough for the rigors of the job. You know, they only fired... uh, you know, they only fired three White House doctors to get to that approval rating for him. Still, his age makes his re-election bid a historic gamble. 59% of Democrats polled by Reuters' IPO, IPSOS in February said the phrase, quote, Joe Biden is too old to work in government, describes the president. A similar poll earlier this month showed Biden's approval rating were stuck at just 39%, over half. Over half of the Democrats are not going to vote for him. They might if he's the only candidate they got, but they will literally vote for anyone else. The Democrats are going to be so fucking splintered. It will be wonderful. I'm going to love it. It'll be phenomenal. It'll be the greatest. It'll be the fucking tits. That being said, folks, I'm going to wrap it up here. I mean, there's not much more to say. Joe Biden's just kind of, I mean, wow. Afghanistan, gas prices, fracking, China, Ukraine being mocked globally, shitting himself in the Vatican. The list goes fucking on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh, this is phenomenal. I'm I'm just creaming over here. This is diamonds, baby. That being said, this has been inside four walls, and I am just fucking bricked up like a motherfucker right now. I'm... Joe Biden is going to get his shit pushed in. And even if he doesn't, even if somehow he wins, there's going to be a significant amount of Democrats who are going to throw a big hissy fit because, yeah, you voted for a different Democrat. What the fuck? This isn't fair. I'm calling shenanigans and malarkey. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm so fucking pumped. All right. Let's fucking go. Build back better, bitches. Let's fucking go. Oh, dude. I cannot wait. I'm going to probably be doing an update on this later on today. This is breaking. So, you know, people are still talking about it. What are the comments saying? Scott Stewart, quote, let's finish the job. If that doesn't frighten you, nothing will. He has not made any improvements. In fact, everything is much worse. Gas prices are higher. Food prices are higher. Interest rates are higher. New and used vehicle prices are higher. The housing market is fucked. The deficit is higher. 
the supply chain is broken, illegal immigration is much worse, wilderness is out of control, etc. You cannot in all honesty claim anything improved since he took over. Absolutely not. IP freely. Me too. For the migrants, it has free, free, free stuff on taxpayers' dime. JLR, $8.99. More like, let's finish America and end the goal. The end goal is another civil war and World War Three. Charlie Mack, not happening. The ticket will change long before the election. If he even fucking makes it, dude. There have been so many speculations of him having a stroke and a seizure. You throw in being a president, which is already rapidly decaying, this motherfucker. You throw all that on top of him having to run for president. I mean, they'll do everything they can to pat him up, but there's still going to be more demand on him. And just the littlest bit more stress can probably break this fucking guy. Allison, Joe's already done a job on our country. And he wants to finish destroying it. Another term with President Harrison Joe <laughs> will be the end of our country. Our country is becoming a third world, third world, one party ruled communist regime with China Joe and President Harris staring the car crash. Johnny Quest, hey, I agree. Someone will primary him out. And she's just a laughing stock disaster. Amen to all that and the above. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. Let me know what you think below. I'm excited and all the most sarcastic of reasons. That being said, I've been James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls. and I shall catch you guys later. Welcome back for a victory lap at Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison. And Don Lemon fired from CNN, stunned by how he found out by Alexandria Steingrad. April 24th, 2023, and we have an update article that just came off the press a little bit ago. Don Lemon, a controversial anchor of CNN this morning, was, 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 has been fired from CNN, an abrupt ouster that follows a slew of scandals for a gaff-prone anchor. Oh, God, yeah, but the thing they got rid of him for was bullying Vivek Ramaswamy, and Vivek Ramaswamy pushed his shit in, so... I don't know. It's always CNN anchors always get kind of shit canned for the goofiest reasons. Not we're not going to talk about the fact that Don Lemon like sexually assaulted a guy. So the story behind this one is two years ago, a man was in a bar. He saw Don Lemon, walked up, and said, "Hey, Don Lemon, I'm a huge fan of your work." Don Lemon proceeded to shove his hands down the pant down his pants, fondle his dick, shove his fingers in this man's face, told him to smell his fingers, and asked, "Do you like dick or pussy?" And this guy just offered to buy him a drink. True fucking story. In a fiery uh, tweet on Monday, Lemon claimed to have been... Let me grab my glasses real quick. Where are... Oh, there they are. Give me one second here. Okay, glasses. Bent headset, that works great. In a fiery tweet on Monday, Lemon claimed to have been blindsided by the news saying he was informed that CNN fired him via his agent, UTA's Jay Sirs. Uh, Quote, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have the decency to tell me directly, Lemon wrote. No. Decency is reserved for decent human beings. Quote, at no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to, to work. I have loved, uh, do the work I have loved at the network. It is clear that there is some larger issue at play. Yeah, you're a fucking diva. No one enjoys working with you. 
I'm going to throw in some clips before and after like I usually do, but my goodness gracious. Lemon's fiery tweet drew a pointed rebuttal from CNN on Twitter earlier at Monday afternoon. Quote, Don Lemon's statement, <clears throat> Don Lemon's statement about the morning's events is inaccurate. CNN tweeted, he was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. Now, what's really funny, right? Even if Don Lemon wasn't lying through his teeth about it, you have to admit, he... if he had stayed on air, he would have gone on and made jokes about Tucker Carlson being fired. Pretty much the so Tucker Carlson was actually fired the way Tuck, the way uh, Don Lemon is claiming he was let go, but again. He's been a well-known drama drama queen in the industry. He has uh, an, a sense of undeserved ego. And he's been difficult to work with by tons of anchors. He's gone through female co-hosts. Uh, co- uh, co- uh, Goddamn. Quicker than once, he's gone through, you know, wannabe debutantes. Inside CNN staffers are uh, are said to be ecstatic that lemon is no longer at the network as he had become a major distraction well here's the thing you have brian sazlav who appointed the new head of cnn the new head of cnn said i will not have partisan actors and activists working at my network we will do the news and the news has a right wing slant these days which is an interesting little ditty there and he's been chopping away. CNN producers, managers, directors, talent agents, left, right, and center. Although sources said there was not a single incident that caused CNN and Lemon to part ways, CNN <laughs> management saw that Lemon's outburst and bad behavior were not getting better and were part of a pattern making it clear that the situation was no longer tenable. Going forward, the plan is for Collins and Harlow to continue co-anchoring the ratings-challenged morning show in order to stabilize things, sources said. One source, who knows both hosts, said the duo have a great relationship and enjoy working together, so there's hope that the the transition is seamless. CNN this is all cope, by the way. CNN had been testing Collins on, uh, testing Collins out in prime time. The management had, uh, yeah, the management had been eyeing her for an anchor spot, but that appears to have been on hold for the time being. Sources said, CNN CEO Chris Litch circulated the news, which appeared to have soup have uh, which appeared to have surprised Lemon and staffers alike. Following the struggling morning show's morning broadcast, the memo to staffers, quote, CNN and Don have parted ways, Lich said, quote, Don will forever be part of the CNN family, and we thank him for his contributions over the past 17 years. We wish him well, and will cheer him on in his future endeavors. Ooh, boy. The controversies leading up to Don Lemon's firing. Don Lemon is no stranger to the controversy. The now ex CNN anchor was in hot water with multiple in hot water multiple times in the lead up to the Monday's shocking firing. From his famous Nikki Haley pastor prime remarks, which by the way is factually accurate, she is in her forties. She's in her fifties, actually. Nikki Haley is factually past her prime, like prime 
is defined by physical peak fitness, which for a woman would also include peak fertility as well. She is well past both. Both physically, she's menopause age, like she's over the hill, it's done. Like, come on. CNN can do all... Don Lemon has sexually assaulted multiple interns, multiple fans, multiple guests, multiple co-workers, insulted people, physically harmed people multiple times, doxxed and belittled people, harassed and berated independent journalists. And you fire him because he states a... Your, your grievance with him is he states a biological fact that Nikki Haley is out of her prime. <laughs> Come the fuck on. I guess with the left, as long as you can say anything you want, as long as it's not a biological fact, right? To a screaming, uh, let's see, his uh, famous Nikki Haley pastor prime remarks to a screaming match with female co host and alleged diva behavior. CNN hasn't provided a public explanation for Lemon's ouster after 17 years with the cable news network, but Lemon took to Twitter to insist he had been blindsided by the news after hosting CNN this morning, earlier uh, earlier in the day. Below are just a few of Lemon's recent controversies, beef with his co-host. In December last year, Lemon said to have screamed at his co-host, Caitlin Collins, after an on-air segment, sources told the Post at the time. When the camera stopped rolling after December 8th's show, he allegedly approached Collins and unleashed on her in front of staffers supposedly interrupting him for interrupting him on air. Yeah, so a little extra detail on this one because we covered it. I'll, I'll leave links uh, to my other Don Lemon CNN episodes. We've done a lot of CNN stuff here. Um, I don't really care, but apparently she was brought to tears and that made him double down. Start screaming louder and getting closer to her. Poor guy. I mean, poor girl. Let's see. Uh, Don screamed at Caitlin, who was visibly upset and ran out of the studios, one source said. In the aftermath, a source said, quote, At this point, Caitlin wants to uh, wants to be on set with Don as little as possible. It's messy. Yeah, uh, she apparently was scared of him. For, uh, I guess she would have pan- she had occasional like she did have still after recently would have occasional panic attacks before going on air with Don Lemon. Dude's kind of a monster. Also, he has a blackface cookie jar, and he uh, you know what? I'll leave links to stuff. He likes uh, one of his uh, one of his favorite fucking movies is uh, Birth of the Birth of the uh, what's it called Birth of a Nation. Yeah, and it's like ooh, Don Jesus. Soccer spat. Just weeks before his alleged screaming match, Lemon clashed with two female co-hosts over an on-air remark he made about women's soccer. He said biological women shouldn't be playing against biological males on a few separate occasions. Lemon got in an awkward dispute with both Collins and Harlow after he suggested that U.S. men's soccer teams should get paid more than women, uh, than women's side. Yeah, absolutely he's right too on that front. The men's side makes all the money. In fact, men. Lo- in fact, the male league actively loses money because they have to flip the bill for the female soccer league that no one's really watching. It's a fact. These are all facts. If I were in because he spoke facts, then again, it's CNN. Quote: The men's team makes more money. If they make more, if they make more money, they should get more money. Lemon said. The men's team makes more money because people are more interested in men. True. Absolutely true. 
And you look at you look at uh, things like you like the UFC. Female, a lot of times females make just as much, if not more. Like Chris Cyborg makes more than most of the male fighters. So, it really miss me with that bullshit. People do care about female sports. It's just it got to be the right sports and basketball and all that shit. Just is not it, Chief. Diva-like behavior. A damning Variety magazine report published earlier this month alleged Lemon has a long history of sexist and diva-like behavior. The report cited roughly a dozen former CNN staffers who listed several alleged instances of misogynistic behavior. I noticed how you guys left something out. Separately, the Post has learned Lemon has tapped former CNN flack Allison Gullis to advise him during his... What's it called? So sorry, that was probably really loud. Anyway, during his acronious split with CNN, Gullist is former CNN CEO, Jeff Zucker's girlfriend. Zucker and Gullist were both ousted from the network after... Yeah, by the way, that was so bullshit, too. So they had, like, a 13-and-a-half-year running affair where neither of them were married during their affair... Uh, Jeff Zucker came out of a marriage, and over here, Gullist wasn't ever married. So these two were bumping uglies as two consensual adults, and they just didn't disclose that to CNN. CNN, or uh, they just didn't disclose that to Warner Brothers after the merger. So Warner Brothers fired him because it's not against policy to have in uh, to have workplace relationships, but it is against policy not to inform management of that relationship. It's a weird rule, but that's why they got rid of him. And again, it's it's more likely because there's just a trove of controversies and mismanagement associated with Jeff Zucker. And it's sort of like, the you know, we got Al Capone for tax evasion type deal. Moving on. Former CNN Jeff Zucker's girlfriend, Zucker and Golis, were both ousted from the network after their affair came to light in 2022. Quote, it's a power move. One media insider said of Lemon's decision to work with Gullis. Meanwhile, it is unclear whether CNN will continue paying Lemon. So nice. A source close to Lemon said uh, said that the network is expecting to continue to pay him what he was owed on his contract. So closing out the contract. Got it. Lemon signed a new deal with CNN last September when his primetime show was canceled and he was moved to co-anchor uh, to co-anchor the relaunch of the morning show. CNN deals tend to be three to four years. The Post reached out to Golis for comment on whether Lemon was still being paid by CNN. She did not comment. I don't know if she would know. The anchor had been in hot water for months. Earlier this month, Litch admitted that the former primetime star has been a lightning rod of controversy. Days after the damning report in uh, Variety alleged years of diva-like and misogynistic behavior by Lemon, the magazine reporter that Lemon sent threatening text to, that's what we were talking about earlier, uh, from an anonymous number to co-anchor, he also uh, was sending updates to Jesse Smollett about the investigation because, mind you, the FBI wasn't working with CNN to investigate uh, the Jesse Smollett attack. And illegally, uh, Don Lemon was leaking Jesse Smollett details of the investigation. Uh, Lemon sent threatening text messages to an anonymous uh, from an anonymous number to co-anchor 
Kyra Phillips because he was angered that she was chosen to cover the aftermath of the U.S. invasion of Iraq. A spokesperson for Lemon told the Post that he never sent the texts. Mm, audits seem to have suspicious otherwise, but okay. Lemon is also alleged to have once remarked to other staffers that he did not consider Solabat O'Brien authentically black. <laughs> oh, according to Variety. At the time, a CNN spokesperson told the Post Don denies making any remarks in a derogatory way. You're not black. In February, Lemon also was under fire after saying on air that 51-year-old GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley was not in her prime. She's not, by any means. The po- I-, I agree with him on that one. The Post also reported that he yelled at co-anchor Katie Collins after a tense on-air segment in December. On Friday, the Post reported that White House pre- Press Secretary Chris- uh, Cringe Jean-Pierre Cringe, refused to be interviewed by the anchor. According to insiders, it wasn't just Jean Jean Pierre who uh, who was turned off by Lemon's behavior. Advisors were also concerned and were pulling out of spending. Uh, sorry, with uh, were pulling out of spending on the show, which launched in November. Inside the network, Lich had talks with. Uh, let me turn on brightness here. Had talks with Serge and Lemon, or Sirs and Lemon about the show not being a great fit for the embattled anchor. The show failed to gain ratings traction. And each scandal with Lemon had cost had caused another round of blowbacks from staffers, the source said. Still, still, the split had turned acronious when Lemon tweeted the news ahead of CNN's statement on Monday. The network had planned... To continue paying Lemon even if he was off air, but the anchor tweeted out that he had been fired. CNN did not comment. Let's look at the first three comments here. Big G, Lemon is low-hanging fruit. Paul K, comment of the day has been won. Uh, Jeff Fritsch, Lemon might be able to work at a car wash maybe, and Hank uh, Reardon... Or the Biden administration. So, yeah, well, 2024 has been announced, so let's hop over here real quick. Don Lemon ignores reporters as he steps out of his home. Uh, uh, sorry, steps out with his dogs in New York City as fired CNN host spotted after shocking ouster. Sorry, sir. What kind of dogs are those? What kind of dogs are those, sir? Just try to get any, any response. Okay, I gotta do a couple. You okay? Sorry what happened, Don. You do you have any sir. statement on what happened to CNN? Okay. Come on, Don, we're journalists, like you. If one of them said... Don't you think you deserved it? I guarantee you they would have gotten a reaction out of him. Don would have exploded. Surprisingly clean bit of uh, New York, actually. Moving on. A smirking Don Lemon ignored reporters as he stepped out in Manhattan Tuesday, fresh off the news of his ouster from CNN. 
clad in a beanie and sunglasses, Lemon Fifty Seven has seen ha, um, was seen with his partner Tim Malone, aft and their three dogs in Hudson Yards, where they live. Following news, I don't need to know that. Following the news that the journalist has lawyered up, signaling a potential legal battle ahead, the ex-anchor also wore a cream-colored jacket. doesn't matter. He smirked and ignored questions from Post reporters. On Monday, the long-time prime, the long-time prime time host said he was blindsided by the news of his termination. Quote, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. He wrote on Twitter, I am stunned after 17 years at CNN. I would have I would have thought that someone in management would have the decency to tell me. Now, you know what? Fuck this article, actually. Let me show you something. Let's actually wrap up here. Oh, you, you like me? Let's wrap this up here, actually, shall we? Don Lemon's accuser details assault allegations against CNN's Don Lemon. Since no one wants to suddenly... It seems like no one wants to talk about this. Is that why you're... Effing with me after he says, "Are you? Do you like me? Is that why you're effing with me?" And I said, "No, I just wanted to say what's up, man." And I look at my boss, and I look back, and he has his hand in his pants, rubbing himself aggressively, and he shoves his two fingers up underneath my mustache, thrusts my head back, and says, "Do you like your dick?" And he said it like two or three times after that. that acts like that in public and without any fear of, of what it might do to somebody or the consequences it might have. I, it, that's a, a pattern, you know, it's, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's protected by, by the fact that he's African-American, uh, gay man on television and uh, I'm just some nobody. It'll be in the description below. And this article is by Mark Lagrelio. A man who accused the man who accused CNN's Don Lemon of assaulting him in a Hamptons bar three years ago claimed that the alleged behavior could be part of a pattern. Well, yeah, he's a long history of this kind of stuff. Accuser Dustin Heiss made the comments on Monday's The Megan Kelly Show. Evening, as Lemon's attorneys have fought back against Tice's lawsuit filings in court, accusing the ex-bartender of withholding text, deleting social media posts, and hiding a witness who contradicted his claims. How? How did he hide that person? Heist claimed in his lawsuit that Lemon had put his finger, had put his hands down his pants, rubbed his private parts, and then shoved his fingers into Heist's face. Anyway, that acts like that in public without any fear of what it might do to somebody or the consequences it might have. That's a pattern, Heist told Megan Kelly after. She asked if it seemed that there was something he had done before. If it had seemed like something he had done before. Quote, I wouldn't be surprised, Heist added. Quote, he's protected by the fact that he's African-American and a gay man on TV, and I'm just a nobody. I'm just some nobody. Lemon is gay, married. Doesn't matter. While Heist said in the interview he is heterosexual. Sexual assault, heterosexual male. There's no repercussions for that one. Allegedly. Supposedly. Neither CNN nor Lemon's attorneys returned a request for comment from the Post on Monday, but the network spokesperson had previously painted Heiss 
as a, C as a CNN hater looking for a payday. Quote, the plaintiffs... Pop that open over here. Quote, the plaintiff in this lawsuit has previously displayed a pattern of contempt for CNN on his social media accounts. The spokesperson told USA Today in a statement in 2019, quote, this claim follows his unsuccessful uh, threats and demands for an exorbitant amount of money from Don Lemon. Attorneys for Lemon have outlined a lengthy discovery process in filings or in court filings that saw Heiss allegedly admit to deleting numerous social media posts. Uh, Lemon's legal team also said Heiss indicated in text to key witnesses in the case that there could be a financial reward for testimony corroborating his story. But that witnesses, but that witness, a friend who was at the bar with Heiss, apparently said in a deposition that he wasn't sure Lemon actually had any physical contact with Heiss. Oh, you're right. Oh, I mean, he shoved his fingers in his face. But I'm not sure that they actually touched. I'm not, I'm not certain. I think maybe? And they're like, that didn't. Text messages uncover from a third witness during discovery shows Heiss posing with Lemon in front uh, in front of his crotch in front of Lemon's home. A ugh, That's creepy. A second photo in a recent court filing shows Heiss and the key witness rolling on Lemon's driveway. funny rolling lemons on a driveway that witness who didn't back up heiss's version of events has not put forth has not been put forth as a potential witness by heiss's attorneys or lemon or sorry lemon's court filings said just kind of funny pictures they're just rolling around on the driveway being goofy I don't know. You'd have to kind you'd have to kind of prove to me that this photo is directly linked to anything going on here because it kind of just looks like some 2000s drunk guys having a party. Heiss, who was a seasonal bartender at the Old Stove Pub in Sagaponic, joined some co-workers after work and ended up at Murph's Backstreet Tavern. Heiss said he recognized CNN anchor and called the bartender for two lemon drop drinks and a play on the host's last name. Hence, or Heiss, claimed he was being cordial. Quote, I didn't mean anything derogatory towards it, he told Kelly. But as soon as he said, I'm just trying to have a good time, I just walked away. Lemon's attorney said in a court filing that Heiss taunted Lemon and repeatedly yelled across the bar, but that the host declined. Heiss cl uh, claimed Lemon came up to him several minutes later and confronted him. Then launched his launch into his vulgar attack. The ex bartender also claimed Lemon asked several times, "Do you like dick or pussy?" Or sorry, "Do you like pussy or dick?" During the alleged incident, Lemon's attorney said in its uh, in its response to the uh, lawsuit that the CNN host is often subject to racist and homophobic harassment and denied any assault. Right. I mean, this falls exactly in line with his behavior on whole, so I, I completely believe this. That being said, I'm also going to throw in a decent amount of this interview after this episode ends here, which is funny because this episode's actually ending right now.
George, uh, wrap up your shift at your bar and decide to go out for a late night drink? Well, we um, we had worked almost two weeks consecutively because Fourth of July fell in the middle of the week that week or that that year, and um, we had worked for almost two weeks straight. So Sunday we came into work and we had very little, um, if any, um, reservations on the books. So our boss George uh, gave us the night off, and so we went to Montauk for a little bit, and then we came to Sag Harbor. And that's when I encountered Don Lemon. Okay. And those are towns in the Hamptons that are very popular with folks. So you walk into this bar called Murph's, which I understand is very popular and sometimes with the celebrity set, though it's described as kind of a dive bar. Like it's it's not a fancy place. It's just popular amongst Correct. people who are well known. And did you see him right away when you walked in? So I walked in and I saw him right out of the corner of my eye and sitting in the, over to the right. And he was with a, a group of other, a couple other men. And uh, I said to George, I said, look, that's Don Lemon right there. And uh, I decided to approach him and I said, hey, Don, let me buy you a drink. And before he could even respond, I looked at the bartender and I said, let me get two lemon drops. And if anything, that was an attempt at humor. Um, and I didn't mean anything derogatory or, you know, I wasn't trying to, uh, harass him or, you know, um, and Don looks at me and says, I'm just trying to have a good time. And at that time I said, okay, I'm sorry. And I walked away and I thought that was the end of it. Okay. And so what, why did you do that? Had you been a fan of his, like what made you offer to buy him a drink? Honestly, I was just being cordial. Um, I, you know, I work as a bartender and, Part of your job is to enter, engage with your guests and, you know, um, just have a good time. Everybody, when, typically when they're at a, a bar or a restaurant, they're uh, trying to just enjoy themselves. And I was just being friendly. It was just a hello. And I didn't mean anything derogatory towards it. But as soon as he said, I'm just trying to have a good time, I walked away. And that was the, what, that. Was that. What time of night was this? Uh, approximately about maybe 10 p.m., maybe 9.30 Okay. And could you tell at this point, at this particular point where you would offer to buy him a lemon drop, um, whether he was intoxicated? I mean, it seemed that he had had a few drinks. That's for sure. How, how could you tell? He just was kind of like shaking his head and he was like, he looked at me like, I just, you know, you're a bartender. You can, you pick up on these things. <laughs> People sit at your bar and drink all the time, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, he did not look sober by any means. Okay. So he declined your drink. And then, and how far away were the two of you from one another at this point? Three feet at the most. And, and I'll ask you this because it becomes relevant shortly, but um, for the record, are, are you straight? Oh, yes. I have a girlfriend and, um, you know, once this is all behind me, we hope to get married one of these days. Okay. So in no way was this a sexual come on by you offering a drink? All. Okay. And Don is openly gay and, and either engaged or married uh, to a man. So, uh, and that's been well established. Okay. So it was basically just a friendly gesture. He declined it. And then what happened next? So I walk around the bar um, and about five minutes goes by and he walks, he comes around the bar and comes up to me and he says, um, pardon my language, but he says, do you like me? Is that why you're fucking with me? And I said, no, uh, I just wanted to say what's up. And I was just like, what's this guy's problem? And um, I looked at my boss and in that moment, 
he puts his hand down his pants and starts Who's he, aggressively. He, can you start that uh, over? Don, You're talking about Don. Go ahead. Yeah. So after he says, are you, do you like me? Is that why you're effing with me? And I said, no, just wanted to say what's up, man. And I look at my boss and I look back and he has his hand in his pants, rubbing himself aggressively. And he shoves his two fingers up underneath my mustache, thrusts my head back and says, do you like pussy or dick? And he said it like two or three times after that. And I just said, what the hell, man? And I just ran out the back door. So forgive my indelicate question, but when you say he put his hands down his his pants, what kind of pants was he wearing and how do you know what he was doing in there? He was wearing shorts and I mean, it was pretty obvious to everybody that saw him what he did, that he was just rubbing himself and, uh, you know, with impunity, just pushed his hands up under my face enough to thrust my head back and uh, degrade me. So he was rubbing his genitals and then he shoved the fingers that he was doing it with in your nose, and your face. Correct. Um, did it strike you as something he had ever done before? I don't know. Anybody that acts like that in public and without any fear of, of what it might do to somebody or the consequences it might have, I, it, that's a, a pattern, you know, it's... Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's protected by, by the fact that he's African-American, uh, gay man on television, and uh, I'm just some nobody. When he touched your face, did, did he actually make contact with your face? Yeah, he pushed my face back completely. Wow. And so did you, did you stumble back or did you maintain your footing? I, at this point I had turned around and my back was to the bar and he pushed me so forcefully that I was leaning up over the bar. And, uh, you know, after about two seconds of that and him, him repeating, you know, what he said, P, um, P or D, just, P or D. Yeah, yeah. And after all that, I just like, what the hell? And I just ran out the back door and, you know, in certain circumstances, you know, a lot of men would have reacted aggressively and that, you know, in that split second, I had to make a decision. And, you know, when you go through something like that, it's either fight or flight. And I chose flight. <laughs>